Three, two, one. Something that Vince can talk about for an well, hour, and I'll actually I, be fucking interested in. But, oh snap! But we, uh, but but uh, according to his message to me, Mahmoud has not gotten the score yet. So if we can minimize the spoilers, he'd appreciate it. There's really, there's really nothing to spoil. I, no, there isn't. I know. I know. Let's do this. Lives. Let's lives. do it. Alright, three, two, one. Toy boat. Yeah, it is a toy boat. Plastic like. Three, two, one. Why do I say three, two, one? It doesn't matter. I do it all the time, and it doesn't friggin' matter. Look at it was tradition. Alright. The red light. Lick it. You've got to lick it before you <laughs> kick it. E11 O'Clock Comics, episode 223. Right? We say that every episode, too, and it's always like one more. Yes. We gotta break out of this. We gotta Let's see, it'll be what, uh, two. Two sixty one will be will be for two fifty nine. Yeah, two, no, two sixty one will be five years, right? It's a long friggin' time, right? Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't like to. Well, we skipped thirteen, so yeah, yeah. As you as you're so fond of reminding us. No, no, no. So I'm trying to say, so did it fucking sixty one? Did it fucking work? It's not because we skipped thirteen. Because of episode 13, we lasted this long. Yep. <laughs> That's not. Yeah. <laughs> you, find that hard, you find that hard to wrap your head around. No, no I, I find it pretty preposterous that skipping a number. I can Prove it. What are we going to. Yeah, but the, the phone number has three sixes in it. So doesn't that cancel it out? Phone number we never mentioned. <laughs> Maybe that's why, because we never mention it. I was going to say, why do we bother with the phone number anymore? We don't. Do I that. don't know. That and, oh, Somebody oh. doesn't send me messages. Dude, you haven't played a voicemail on the show in like two years. Because he has two years. Because well, he, no, ha- he hasn't no, been sending them. Some that, that I don't think we, you've played. All right, all right. I'll go yeah. Mm-hmm. Let, oh, maybe that's my son. time for a clip show. Ah, uh, we'll never do one of those. That's poop. Why not? Clip show? show? Clip shows are poop. And they're a lot of work, too. uh, Like you did the one time, uh, the Ill Pickle. Oh, yeah, yeah, that's fun. That's a lot of fun. The Ill Pickle's fun. What else is fun? And it has a beautifully rendered um, graphic by Mr. Julian Lytle. Oh, nice. That's right. We'll hear that I have not sent you. But you know what? It's 11 o'clock comics, 223, and I'm Vince B. Yes, you are. I'm I'm quite lyrical. Sorry. Chris N. Chris Ann. <laughs> look at you. Uh, I'm David Price. <laughs> and I'm... Wow. <laughs> it's right. One fucking week off and he forgets the... I know, order. it's true. Uh, I forgot to order things. Uh, but it's understandable because, after all, I am the living tribunal. <laughs> no, you're not the living tribunal. You're Jason Wood, everybody. Straight out of rum. I was just hanging out with the Galadorians. Oh, I love those three letters. In that order, R O M, love it. About that for brandy. Kick up your volume a little bit, Mister Price, because this episode of Eleven O'clock Comics has been brought to you by Chick Fil A and. Oh, oh yeah. 
No, it hasn't. Oh, Not at are, all. We, are we donating money to hate groups? Yeah, we are. And discount comic book service. Like DCBService.com. Oh, I'll cut you right off. I can do it. See? There you are. Discount comic book service. DCBService.com where you can get all 55 DC number zero issues at the huge discount of... What, David? Eighty-seven dollars and twenty-three cents. That's ridiculous. That's half price. You can get them all. That sounds socialist. Wait, it that's is. more than half price, isn't it? No, it's fifty percent off. One seventy-four forty-five. You can get oh, them for bad. eighty-seven twenty-three. I got the numbers right here, brother. I done the math wrong. Um, you can also get the first issue of Alan Moore is uh, Alan Moore's upcoming Fashion Beast from Avatar, and you can see a preview of this here thing on bleeding cool if you go there right now because you know how things cycle off that main page go there right now you can see a preview of fashion beast number one you can get this for 50 percent off 3.99 no way buck 99 your cost grant morrison Derek robertson you'll be happy the book is called happy number one uh 50 percent off that two for dollar 49 and as i said the past three weeks the meta barons ultimate collector's edition huge honking tome would it cost you 60 bucks nope it's going to cost you 32 dollars and 97 cents that's 45 percent off you freaks and if you enter the following code in the pre-moisten slot you can get an extra eight percent off your order david eoc8 EOC8 gets you an extra eight. Do the math. Nutty with a capital N. Speaking of uh, that, the Derek Robertson, Derek Robertson and Grant Morrison. Thing, that's one of the. It's uh, one of the kick-ins at uh, at Morrison Con because they're obviously Morrison's going to be there. <laughs> you don't so, think? <laughs> yeah, Morrison will be there. And uh, um, little bird told me this week that uh, if you haven't gotten your tickets yet, you may want to get on that. Yeah. So. I can't B- wait. CBService.com. Go there. Do it. They're the, they're oh, I'm the sorry. Best. I, stepped, I, stepped, I stepped on one you sponsor. You did, dude. No, okay. kind of nud, How long have you been doing a podcast? million years. Yeah. I, you know, I do nothing better than step on Vince. Um, but he oh can step God. all over so the drink roll call. I know. Uh, Vince, what are you drinking tonight? I am. Really? Oh, I just got a a, bu- a bulletin from my child who said Nina was e- get get out of here. I'm recording you, little jerk. Nina was eating in the TV room. You're going to yeah, you're going to be mad. He's a snitch. Oh no! <laughs> what am I drinking? I am drinking Yingling Lager. It's delicious. There you go. Yep. And nutritious. Uh, David, how about you? Ah, I went to what I had last week. I'm uh, having a whiskey sour. Ooh, yum. What whiskey? Fighting Cock. That's right. Nice. (laughs) Nice. Good. Uh, Jason, you. I am drinking lemonade and vodka. Lemonade. That cool, refreshing drink. That cool, refreshing drink. (laughs) See that? uh, One of my favorite summer beers is uh, uh, the Bell's Oberon Ale. Is one of my favorites. It is, uh, uh, it's it's perfect for a nice warm summer night. Even though we're finally, uh, I think, past our our really um, hot and heavy weather here, we're kind of leveling out in the the mid to high eighties, which is nice. But uh, but still, do I? We haven't gotten to August yet. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, 
you know, I got plenty of Oberon to, to keep me through. So more, you know, a lot of good beer out of Michigan. I keep finding more and more breweries there that are just outstanding. It's, uh, they're good at, uh, uh, I guess, um, being unemployed and making beer. Damn. <laughs> love our love our neighbors in Michigan. That's raw, dude. You are all raw, about the, the, the inappropriate jokes of late. Sage Stallone last week, unemployed Michigan Michiganers this week. Jesus. Uh, hey, the truth. It's okay though. It's real. At least real. That, keep it know, real, Jason. Keep it real. No, then we'll, then he'll get attacked for his lack of sensitivity. It's a shame. Hey, I got to thank you real quick, um, Mark. Am scientist all the way from Ireland. That's a long way away that from is. Pennsylvania. Yeah. Was kind enough to uh, send me the Game Boy Legend of Zelda Minish Cap cartridge. All the way from Ireland, sent it for my kids, and uh, they well, are there. He's got the one that's in Irish, so you won't be able to understand. That's it. okay. It's all green. They are happy as clams. And uh, thank you, Mark M. Scientist. You are a, a gentleman and a scholar and an Irishman. And an Irishman. Uh, I have a thank you um, to Mr. Bob Retall. I know him. He, you did for him regular lately. Yes. Mr. Bob Retall. He, um, in the thread where we talk about digital codes, re- redeeming digital codes from, uh, from the publishers, he mentioned that uh, from San Diego, he picked up or he acquired a, a couple of... Redemption codes for the first volume of Lock and Key, and I've read the uh, I've read a preview. I've read an issue, or maybe the first two of the first miniseries, but never the whole thing. So I will be reading that very soon. So I can nice. Uh, Jason, I can spoil the shit out of volume five for you. Yes. Awesome. Yes. Yeah, so so I just want to uh, thank Bob for that. Yeah. Oh, but speaking of uh, redemption codes, um, follow Chris Eliopoulos on Twitter. Because I've seen a couple times where he um, will dole those out to um, to followers for for you know specific little uh, you know feats of strength or something. So he's he's um, uh, good for good for getting some codes occasionally. So I have something else digitally, but I might save that for in your travels. All right. Oh, I know. Yeah, you you just reminded me. I need to actually get on that. Yes, you do. You know what? I'll mention it now. So this way the people that are listening at the beginning, before they tune me out for the rest of the show. Uh, oh, boy. If you go to thewholestory.com, and it's T-H-E-W-H-O-L-E-S-T-O-R-Y.com, you can... There are one, two, is it like six, seven, two, three, four, five, six, six, seven... You can get over 850 pages of comics. Wow. Or however much you feel like spending. Yep, it's crazy. You I can- tweeted that t- today too, but. Nice. Didn't yeah, it did. It matters. Um, yeah, it's, it's uh, set up by cartoonist Ryan Estrada. Yes. Uh, there are, I mean, he. Son of Eric. Eric. And his little. <laughs> <laughs> Son of Chip. That's <laughs> Chip was the show. You can, um, I, I mean, some of the names, uh, there's like Jeffrey Brown, there's, there's, there's Katie Cook, there's Box Brown, there's, I mean, there are some. Love Box Brown, dude. Crazy. I was, I was looking at 
Heart of Stone work. That that's pretty fun stuff. But yeah. there's it's it's crazy. There's things that you probably wouldn't look at normally. Um, there are things that are translated, but not translated um, the way the original artist intended. Basically, they kind of just looked at what was going on on the page and said, "I think this is what this character would be saying." <laughs> it, just, it looks nuts. So I figured I'm going to throw a couple of bucks their way. You you can download as PDFs or CBZs, you can use whatever reader of your choice or even on your computer. Uh, and they are your downloads forever. You don't have to download them once and they're gone. The, the, the download page will stay there. So if you lose them or delete them, you can go back to the page and, and get them again. Unlimited amount of time. So um, we'll mention it again at the end of the show. But cool. seriously, whatever you feel like spending a little bit, lot, it, it don't matter. And, it's, and, and eventually they're going to have... Um, video and audio commentary for each book so as uh as you read them if there are questions you'd like to ask the creators they might uh answer those questions and, and things like that so they're, cool. they're going to be doing this is just the beginning they'll be doing and, and remember it's 850 pages so if you pay a dollar you're going to get slapped somehow yeah, we'll find you and we'll slap you 850 pages come on you got at least Kick in Pay like bucks. a dollar at a month. Least, at, well, no. <laughs> well, at least a dollar. <laughs> Christ, that's a lot of money. No, come on. Like, be real. 850 pages. Skew your, your contribution accordingly. Okay? Yeah. 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 Be, th- be that yeah. guy who, who the waitress is happy when she sees the tip. Hey, right. Be that guy. Big ass tip. Don't be Oprah. <laughs> <laughs> now please. That, please I, don't be Oprah. I hate Oprah. With a passion, why? But that's that's a foul. Why? Because I hate I, so many reasons. But that is a fallacy. Oprah's actually a very good tipper. That's huh. it's, uh, it's well, not true. Her our boy whole, our boy Tim Rackrich makes his living uh, as a waiter, and he seems to think otherwise. No, it, it, she never she never said that. She never had anyone on her show say that. But it is it's a it's like an urban myth thing snipe. That, that, it's, like, that, it's like the that, hook on the Oprah, car door Oprah said, it, Oprah said it's okay to tip 10% but she never said that and right. in in around Chicago circles uh, I've heard that Oprah was a very good tipper so. 10? 10%? Really? Yeah that's double what you give it no, that's three times what I give <laughs> just kidding Tim just, I'm just kidding McDonald's where you don't have to tip <laughs> that's funny I'd like a value meal, kind sir. <laughs> oh, I got another bulletin. Keep what's going. The, what's the etiquette on on going to a restaurant and getting carry out, and then they give you the the credit slip, and you have the option to tip? I never did. Wow. Like never. curbside? Like, like Applebee's and shit? Well, no, do you want, no, 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 David, I haven't been into a fucking Applebee's in probably 15 years. Yes, I, I know. Only whenever I go to New York. I'm just I like Applebee's. That's the kind of setup. If like <laughs> they run the food out to yeah. your car, it's like, yeah. like not yeah. like Sonic, where they come around and no, oh. no, 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 no one's waiting. on you, you call Sonic. in and order, go in, and you pick it up, and then you know they. I, I never tip on that. So it, Tim, it, it, Tim, Tim Ricky, tell me if I'm being a jerk by not tipping on that. Well, they, yeah, I, I see your point because they're not. It's not like they're coming around to check on your soda and and. You're waiting for your food. They're bringing it out to you. It's it's the convenience of you not having to get out of the car to go inside and get it. Yeah, but I always give the people at Starbucks my change whenever I get a coffee, and it's no different. That's nuts. Why do you do that? But 
that has nothing to do with comics, and I'm sure that it doesn't. Are, I don't think it changes. <laughs> but there is there's a couple big tippers in the things we all read for this week. Oh yeah, uh, yes sir. We're talking about Parker, Parker yeah. and Parker. The, not parkour. We're not talking no. about street, street signs. The I hunter. Parker. We got to talk about some of those characters because did you notice that in the end? Dude. The, yeah. In, it's so, it's dis- I, disturbing. <laughs> awesome Steranko. Yeah. Like, yeah. When I first saw when I first saw Pops Phillips, I'm like I'm like, oh shit, that's Steranko, and I'm just reading and I'm going huh. along with it, and then I get to the last page, and obviously. It, it it's Steranko, yeah. along with Dave Johnson, Dave Johnson Jim, driving the friggin' and truck, all this shit. So it's like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. Because now, but now you, I do want to read the books to see if 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 um, Starks actually describes how these how they look, look in, in right, the book. right. And you know what? We're, we're, we're of course we're talking about certain characters that we're in, and I think we're gonna. Cool. There's not a whole lot to spoil in this book, so don't worry. I mean, it's Ray just it's a, it's a right. 1960s caper book, so it's really about atmosphere and style and and that kind of stuff. Um, but there are several it's, characters that are in this kind of Ocean's Eleven group that are drawn as as some comic book luminaries, including yeah. Jim Steranko and Palmiotti awesome. and Dave. Palmiotti too, yeah. yeah. But you know, I gotta say. I have having read all three in rapid succession mm-hmm. from that's crazy for you from the you score back to the hunter. Don't try that at home because when you, you get to when, yes, I, when you, I read them backwards. When you get to the outfit, you're yeah. wondering why does this guy Bronson have? Why is he pissed off at Parker? <laughs> like, what's the deal? Oh, so no, really. And then and I'm like, I don't understand this. So I I, I read the all the way to the first one. I'm like, ah. And then I read them in ascending order, again. So I read them the, the right way. Oh, you must but have I, liked them. I did, but I gotta say, mm-hmm. revenge, revenge, revenge. I mean, the, the thematically, they're the same story every time. Yeah. You know, which is cool. Yeah, yeah with different characters. Yeah, 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 yeah. But it's and that's the important thing for me was the characters are so amazing. Like Alan Grofeld is is my favorite character. I don't care if the books are called Parker, Grofeld, or Field, Grofield, is it? He's my favorite character. The guy is yeah, just, am- he's amazing. He's, he's a dreamer. I love that about yeah. him. And, and, and he's, he seems so innocent, but you could tell in, you know, he's, in, in, he's his own, I think he's going to be his own undoing. Yeah. But I don't want to, yeah, I don't want to think about that for right now. No, all right. I, all I know is when, when the, when the chips are down and the dude sees an opportunity, like, like banging a beautiful bond, a blonde, well, sure. d- he's going to yeah. take it. Why not? And then he ends up taking her, but it's like, that's it's, right. It's, yeah. I, it's the old I, hooker with a heart of gold thing again. You know, he's despicable, but hey, this girl, she's kind of sweet. I'll take I, her with me. I did not pull her I up. Did not see where, um, I didn't see where the score was going. I really enjoyed it. It 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 mm-hmm. did to me it was unpredictable. It is my favorite of the three, although I, I really enjoy yeah. I really enjoy The Hunter, even though I've I've seen Payback and, and, and Point Blank and I know it's not the same thing because you can you'll get most of the way through the Hunter and and then you realize, you know, Oh wait! I think I might have saw something about this with the syndicate. I mean, it's it's more yeah. involved, and it's it's great. I mean, even when it's the, the double page spreads when he starts off with each city from each book, it's man, the whole thing is just By cooking. Far really, the most accessible of the three. 
is Which one? The, the score is yeah. by far yeah. the most successful. It's, it's, it's a it's a heist movie, you know, yeah. and it's very. And I'll describe it as a movie because it's man, is it cinematic? And you don't really have to know anything. No. Yeah. About any of it, because it's Par- Par- Parker. It, Parker's your protagonist. They weigh it out that he's just really good at what he does. And yeah, that like hitting you. It's it's subtle in a way, but I mean it's there. You know, you know who Palm is. You know who Pops is. You know, you know whoever you know who Chambers is. So I mean, everything is is laid out, and Parker gives you an idea on on who does what and and what each one is good for. I mean, and and when he's going to buy the Tommy guns and the rifles and and, oh, and the old man is blind. I mean, it's yeah, no, the whole thing. Every time. And I read it. I picked it up. I think on a Sunday night, and I, I got past the sixtieth page, and I'm like, and, and like I told the guys last week, I'm like, my, my body was just like, bitch, you you got to go to bed. You just you got to uh-huh. shut down. And and <laughs> I had to put it down. But man, that that next day, I woke up and and throughout, I, I brought the book with me to work just to see if I had any downtime I could keep going with it. And it was yeah. just, I I blew through it. It's fantastic. Cook, it, Cook it's, is it's, it's disturbingly a, it's a good. Oh God. Oh, and, he's insane. And he and is. and the he's art is, is and I don't know if it's I I mean knowing him maybe it's deliberate but it's it, the art especially when I when I put them all side by side and I I mean the outfit isn't is my least favorite. I'm not saying I don't like it. It's just that wow. three, but no, it is because it's 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 different than the other two, and 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 there's the pros and the different art styles, and 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 I get it. You know, I know what he's doing, but it just it wasn't it wasn't what I was used to with with the hunter, and the score is more what I like. But well, the art that, is, no, I mean, is the, cleaner. The, mm-hmm. Is is um there's, there's a, a bit. It's there's more air in the score. The score is, is very airy. It, there's a lot of, but it, but it makes I, sense for where it takes place. Yeah, correct. Yeah, yeah in this open yeah. desert town. Exactly. Yeah, it's boxed in. There's one way out, and I mean, and the whole thing. I mean, it was you. You can kind of go in thinking maybe no one's going to come out alive, except maybe Parker. But the, but I, even then, I don't know Girlfriend's where it's going to come out alive. And well, it's always going to come, but I don't know where it's it's going. And and I think that's just that's fantastic. And part of me kind of doesn't want to read. The, the the novels now just because I, I already kind of know where things are going and and I don't know if I'll have that that surprise anymore but maybe it'll play out different in my I'll vision I'll envision things differently as I'm reading them the uh, page with the Parker um, and the what was his name uh, the guy with the that uh, fingered him the guy with the knife that he he uh, oh caught, yeah right it right in the beginning yeah where you you get the reverse. Uh, silhouette of the uh, the guy with the knife and Parker's in shadow. That's a yeah, awesome that's a page. Badass. That's page. an awesome, awesome page. Yeah. I mean, it's it's it is it's Cook just doing what Cook does, and that's that's capturing the look and feel and essence of an era. I mean, this thing just it, it just drips early sixties. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. You're right. He's so confident too, like in his oh, illustrating. Okay. I mean, like the uh, Vince that page you're talking about is great. And then a couple of eight pages later, when he, uh, when when he's coming up the beach and he's got oh, the, I just turned to that. Yeah, the blonde girl. Like yeah. the way yeah. he he uses like her hair because it's blonde is negative space. You know, it, mm-hmm. it, he doesn't. He just leaves it there. It's just it's just, he has a way of like illustrating. And it just—it almost yeah. seems like he almost speaks his own language. He just is yep. so comfortable with the page, you know. I don't. I'll tell you, uh, while you have the book in your hands, what I think is the best page in all three volumes so far. Mm-hmm. Uh, page fifty-six in the score. 
There, there's not a better page in the book than that one right there. That that page is a monster. Yeah. Where does just drive? So? Yeah, really? Oh my God! Yeah, look at the look at the the, the sight line in that in 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 every panel. I mean, it's beautiful. It, he yeah. he pulls yeah. you right in there. You know exactly yeah, what's I mean, going. It's, I mean, it's a gorgeous page. You know, whenever you say you know great sequential storyteller, I mean that's that's a guy who is who is leading you through the page yeah. and changing perspectives and yeah, but the and, ty- and, typography and just the way the the balloons yeah. are placed, I think that's a fucking great page. And I know you guys mentioned this last week, but uh, but the color scheme is super cool, you know, because oh, again, this one, yes. you so yeah. often see monochromatic books or, uh, you know, like one highlight color, but you never see it in like an, a yellow orange hue, never, you know, and it really, really works in this. And it's I tough. think that it's, it can't be an easy color to work with. I mean, I know no, you guys are a, a lot better color than me, to but, pull off. Yeah. Yeah. And he, and he actually, you know, does a, a couple of the explosion page where that is the only color oh, on yeah. the page. That's a great um, page. You know, and it, and it it works because so much of um, so much of the book takes place at night, and so it gives it this really kind of eerie glow to it. And it's all in the desert, so it's the the palette. It's I mean I'm sure that he didn't just pull this color out of a hat. It's like oh well we have to no. do yellow for this one because <laughs> each each book is a different color. It's the desert has that you know black and yellow cast to it at at different different hours and so it just it works so well because there's there's kind of like this desperate heat to to where they are and it uh yeah there was a lot a lot of thought that that went into that you know but we dave johnson sweating Mm -hmm. (laughs) no uh you know we're trying trying to get up you're trying to get up that hill or take uh, the truck down the hill. You dead, the son of a bitch. But you know what? Let's if if any of um, our listeners have not read any of the Parker books, ay ay ay, shame um, for shame. But in, in a nutshell, we we can. It's very easily these books are very easily summed up in the first one, which is the Hunter. Right? Parker gets double crossed by his wife and uh, a man named Mal Resnick yeah. during during a job they turn the tables on him leave him for dead and uh Parker's not pleased so he uh seeks revenge but the problem is that uh Mal is now made man and and when you mess with the outfit you mess with the entire outfit not mm-hmm. just you know so uh Parker in um trademark fashion uh not only gets his revenge, but makes the outfit pay for Mal Resnick's um, transgressions, meaning the money that he owed him for the, that he got his share during the job. Uh, Parker makes the outfit pay for it. That's not going to win any friends with with the big boys. So and then, in, in well, well you, we, we've talked we talked about it a little bit last week. Um, there's been that has been made into. Uh, several movies, I think, but the, the two hunter. that, yeah. huh? Yeah, the, the hunter the has two, the hunter has the two that you need to watch are uh, Point Blank is the nineteen Marvin one. That's the Lee yeah. Marvin one. Mm-hmm. Is it early seventies? Does that sound about who, right? Who plays Here. Lynn in that? Who plays Lynn? Yeah, Ann Margaret's like, in his, that, his, isn't his, it? Hold on. Ooh, really? I think Ann Mar- or is it Angie Dickinson? I know. Uh, yeah, no, no, that's a big difference. Big bad mama, big stinking mama. I know it. Oh okay. no! It's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's Angie Dickinson. I would uh, much rather prefer um, <laughs> Anne Margaret. Anne Margaret, man, what a sweater! It's 
it, Point Blank is fantastic. It is my second favorite movie adaption of it. And I'm sorry, I don't. I know that there's a lot of a lot of big time fans of the Lee Marvin version, but the editors or not editors, directors. the director's cut, directors, yeah. and you have to watch the director's cut. But the director's cut of Payback is one of my all time favorite movies. Period. So it, Payback it, it, is it, the it, Hunter. It is yes, it is my favorite, yeah, absolute favorite Mel Gibson. But even but even that, I mean, even those, which was a big deal. I remember when when all the news came out that Cook was adapting these books is that he was actually able to use Parker as a character, whereas right. Payback, it's Porter, and yep. what was yep. his name in, in Point Blank? Oh, shit, I can't remember. It's I'm been, sorry, but it, it's... but but it's West the only time that Stark Westlake... did not let anybody use Parker in, in, in the works, and this, is, and this is big doings because Cook's allowed to do it. Linda's it's a piece a, of yeah, ass, Donald, Donald, uh, Richard Stark and Donald Westlake are the same person. Mm-hmm. Now, Christopher, um, having read the books, it's it's, it's Walker in. Oh, okay, right. So, sorry. Um, uh, Westlake's prose. Uh huh. I'm I'm guessing does now Cook is not adapting um, exactly like is, is he pulling sections of prose from the books or is he paraphrasing? No, I'm sure he's taken. I'm sure, I'm sure he's taken lines of dialogue. It's been a long time since I read any of okay. the any of the Parker the, uh, books. But yeah, but there, is, I'm, is there, he, there, there are lines of dialogue and and that kind of stuff. That, right. Right. So is he a flowery writer or is he a no. um, uh, plain English? Because uh, the, the impression that I'm getting is he he's a very um, um above board writer meaning meaning plain language but he has um moments of eloquence that's what i'm that's the kind right. of sure. um yeah. like the, from the dialogue and the narration and stuff in the, in these books i'm get, that's what i get mm-hmm. yeah yeah it's like a, you know what I mean? like he, he not not sal, a not sal, a wine drinker sal, he's a beer sal, drinker sal is really the person to talk to about this because he's read all of the all of the westlake novels and he reads a lot more prose than i do i don't know if do you have to after reading these i mean because damn these are um filling these are filling the hole very nicely these books oh yeah yeah i mean it's cook is so dialed in on these i my um my favorite scenes from the hunter are the flashbacks especially when you find out about how how parker was was double crossed and just the way Cook changed the, the 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 art style a little bit. It's a little blurry. It's it's like um. I love the dots. What the, 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 exactly? The, that's the, it. Yeah, the dots like are the best. Yeah. yeah. And and I mean, and, and that right there, just like they did the man with the getaway face in in that little one shot for two bucks. If they just did this section, I'd I'd love that. I'd love to see these pages, especially when you know you find out how Parker couldn't wait another two months, so he killed the guard just so he could get his revenge going a little sooner. And it's just <laughs> there are just things in here that I mean, you you do it. Parker's a piece of shit. He's not a nice guy. But yeah, for sure. Still, sure. Real, you still feel bad for him because the dude no, was double crossed by the people he cares about. He I mean, may he, he may it's, be it's, a piece you know, of funny, shit, but you want him on your team. Well, sure. Yeah, it's not even this like is, that. He's double crossed right in the in this in in the and first. Maybe one, that's but, karma. Maybe he should have been double crossed, but it's still his story to tell. I mean, but it's like it, it's like he 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 can't win though. You know, it's like the dude is like cool as ice, and if he could just get the people that 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 he's supposed to work with to fucking just follow the plan. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> maybe he opens up a little bit and gets in touch with his female side. He'll be all right. 
Yeah, it ain't. Uh, it's true. Well, I mean that that's the thing that's the thing about Parker is that he has and it happens in just about every book. He has a set of rules and Yes. Yeah, that, he does. He, He's got a code. He even says it. Bro code. Or how he he, uh, he he didn't do his due diligence. You know, yep. that one guy who he didn't, and I don't want to spoil it for anybody, but that one guy he didn't check out. He didn't. Roscoe P. Coltrane? That's it. That if, if he just looked Punch in the Cooper, mama. he'd have been, you know. It, ha- it happens in every book. And it's every time that he deviates from this set of rules that he had he he's you know he's kind of kenny rogers he knows when to hold him knows when to hold him <laughs> oh no and, and it, and it's <laughs> that's going he, oh, no. you, you don't take risks that you don't have to you know when to walk away from a job you don't go yeah. into a job that has any minuses to it because nope. it just takes one trip up and then you're in jail or you're dead and every time that he takes a job that goes against his mm-hmm. better judgment it fucking shit hits the well, fan. Well, that's the thing, right? There's this there's this part of him though that kind of he 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 brings it on himself. Yes, because like yeah. his instincts told him this wasn't a job to do. Like too many people, too too many unknowns. But then like he he lets it linger, and then he he his his hubris talks himself, and I can pull this off. Mm-hmm. You know yep. what I mean? Funny, yeah. It's it's. And I, just, this, I think and that's this just being door. hopeful. No, no, I don't think it's whole. I th- I think Jason's right. I think it's hubris, and it's also you know big shiny bright light this is you know they call this the score for a reason i mean this is the ultimate score and it was it was a challenge you're going to take out a whole town and spoilers off with the well i mean yeah yeah, they're going after this i mean and and it's 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 11 12 of them and it's like and they're just gonna i mean it's it's that's tempting i mean to see if you could pull it off i mean yeah you might get caught but i mean the 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 possibility of actually Mm -hmm. getting away with it and then whether or not you can brag about it but it's 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 something it's an achievement and and i can i can see the attraction there and i love that he keeps it in 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 period you know because a lot of a lot of people would have been tempted to you know like they talk about how every guy's going to get thirty thousand bucks out of this you know what i mean like yeah and and it'd be so easy to turn that into you know two million a piece you know what i mean like it it just and modernize like the the updated oceans 11 which i love you know both versions of oceans 11 but yeah i mean that's what the the first oceans was like a hundred thousand dollars or something like that yeah exactly he goes for the uh and when he um when we first meet him in the hunter and he goes and, and after he cleans himself up and, and goes to the bank and, and he gets his big steak dinner for two and a quarter. And that's exactly, and yeah. he, dude, <laughs> he just leaves exactly $2 and a quarter on the table. But, um, I mean, the same thing with the cup of coffee, but it's like, it's like, wow, steak for two bucks. That's awesome. Yeah. And, uh, just to, uh, bring it to up to the second book, uh, the repercussions of what he did in the hunter come back to bite him in the butt. The, the outfit wants, uh, what's theirs? Uh, and they want revenge. So Parker, because he double-crossed the outfit, has to change his face. Literally change his face. He gets plastic surgery, and uh, he he's uh, wearing a different guise now. Uh, and that's basically the second book. Just Parker turning the tables on the outfit. That's why it's called that. And I, it's my favorite book out of the three. I love the second book. Really? Yes, by far my favorite out of the three. The the the. the yeah. The third, the uh, the score is a better story, and it's 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 the better book, but my favorite is the second one. Yeah, you know, I think I agree with you, Vince. Yeah, I do. I I loved all three very much, so I I can't say that that uh, it's it's like choosing between my sons, but but uh, 
<laughs> but uh, if I had to choose, wow, you uh, love these books. <laughs> well, no, I'm just saying, but but no, I, I do agree with this. I think in terms of the three, I uh, I think the outfit just slightly edges out this one. Yeah, it's deeper than than the two books that that bracket it. It's uh, the 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 characters I I think are, are much are more interesting. If um, in terms of the way it was presented, I think it's a virtuoso performance because you have text pieces, mock magazines, right. he, the 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 uh, the Queens the same day section where you know the the whole thing about the airport when when the guy was going to meet him with yeah, the, 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 the the jacket the and everything, the it, arrows and the, right? It just yeah. it, it just there's, there's a melange of different styles and mm-hmm. and sequential. Um, uh, depictions of the story. I just think it's a, it's just a, a more lush presentation than the other two books, and the purple it, it just goes, works for me. The, and and it goes in some different like with um, like you said with the with the mock magazines, but the way he breaks things down, like you know, and the way it works is, and and he talks about how each, yeah, I appreciate each, that. Each, I'm yeah, a I mean, and that's and but that's so all of that's where kind of I think lost me a little bit is is you know and. and Fine, it's not straightforward. I, I, I'm, I'm cool with being challenged, things like that. But there, there, there were times where I guess it just, it wasn't, it lost me a little bit because it wasn't what I, I was expecting. I guess, mm-hmm. and, 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 and that's my fault, and that's cool, and it's, and I mean, and I'm, I still enjoy it. It's, yeah. it's cool and all, and I, and I like the way that, and, you know, and we see Wiza for the first time in this book, and, and it's, I like it. I just I and and is that how you say it? Wiser? That that's how I just said it. it it's probably that there's probably a um a K in there somewhere or, or a sh. Yeah. It's but um page one thirty and one thirty one. Oh my god. So the it's interesting. With, I mean, one where he's on the pool oh, on with the, the diving motel? board. Yeah. Oh yeah. Christ! I love that that spread. And other now, guys. Other artists would probably, I'm sorry, Jason, would, no, would just would would just go crazy because you have the chain link fence. There are things on these two pages that somebody would just go crazy with, and things would just be lost. But and it can would you be not so- feel the cold snap in the air? Look at the, I mean, mm-hmm. with the leaves, you know exactly yeah. what what month almost this is. Yeah, you you could tell there's a there's a, a chill in there, a nip. Look with at just the, the one the, color, and and the, the 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 sun's going down, so it's. It's it's uh, the last little rays are, are yeah. the, the 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 overpass is catching it. That's a brilliant mm-hmm. uh, double page spread. Well, and the I, I, know, I know we're not breaking new ground here because we've talked about this many times before. But but the thing that makes Cook and, and others of his ilk so great is that they know what not to put on the page. You know what I mean? That's right. Yeah. And that's, we, I mean, and that's a that's he, a hard he is, thing. He is, he is the epitome of economy of line mm-hmm. with just a, a little a little stroke or just a, a, the the simplest little. Um, gesture of the pen, it, he conveys so much emotion and and just can set set a scene so easily. And I I don't know of of anyone else in comics that that does it like he does. You know, it's there's how about um, did it? Can we hmm? can we? How about Oop. that? Did it did it like he did does? I think Cook in these books is mm-hmm. a combination of Toth and Kirby. Okay, yeah. Yeah, I, can tell you, I mean it, it's even the way uh, Cook letters looks like. Remember um, Alex Toth's handwritten correspondence? Yeah, like, yeah. It, it, even the lettering yeah, the, style looks a lot like it. There's a lot of Milton Kniff in in there. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. yeah. I yeah. mean, you're you're talking top tier artists. Yeah. Oh, mm-hmm. oh my God! Yeah, some, yeah. Some of the, 
the 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 great greats. You know, uh, Chris Somney is kind of one of the 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 young guys that um, kind of has that that same the same kind of feel, the same kind of soul. To, yeah, to his I th- art. well, I think guys like, like Somney and Hardman and other guys who are all not coincident yeah. not coincidentally people we all love are very good also at using um, uh, negative space. Yep. But I think what they all really do well, at least in those, in the case of those guys, the the modern guys, they they use they use they like they they use blacks and shadows really well. Whereas Cook also really uses like complete white space, like negative space, really well. And and I don't see that a lot in in modern cartooning. You know? Those guys also know how to put the sand in the Vaseline. Their their um their shadows are not completely black. Right. Especially right. Hardman That's and true. and yeah. and Cook. Yeah. They, they get a lot of grit around the edges. You can't get. Those mm-hmm. kind of brush marks from a computer uh, drawing like, program. Or another guy, which I know, can't. Vince. It's not happening. I mean, it's not happening. Vince gushed about a few weeks ago, and I actually read the first trade this week uh, that fits in this category too. Is is Jeff Smith? You know, like if you read Razzle, yeah. I mean, there's there's not a lot on those pages. I mean, in terms of lines, like a lot of no. pages have very few lines, but but it does every, not take but away from every the line needs to be there. Absolutely, and every yeah. line has purpose. Mm-hmm. That's a, you know, it's people. You know, I I love these books. I adore the character. You know, as I told you, Payback is is one of my all time favorite Pitch. movies. Um, people that know that I'm a comic book fan assume that I named my dog after Peter Parker. I didn't. Truth, don't he's, truth. He's named after Jeff Parker. No, not <laughs> Jeff Parker either. No, this, now, Vince, I've been dying to ask you. Parker's named after since That's you. Awesome, Chris. You read all three of these and liked them. Um, you know, you've had all three, but but hadn't read them before. So, knowing you the way I do, I I'm, I'm not, I wasn't surprised to find that you hadn't read them. Um, but I'm, I'm I'm pleasantly surprised to see that you really enjoyed them all because this would seem, at least from a uh, like a genre standpoint, to something be, that would be kind of often not be your cuppa. Yeah, it's just a step away yeah, I, from the spy novel. It is, um, and you know, I I've embraced uh, Eisner's The Spirit. It's one of my favorite um, comics and characters, but Eisner's version now. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, it's just I think this stuff transcends the genre, and that's not to put the genre down. I mean, good stories are good stories, regardless if they're sci-fi or horror or or, or you know, clo- cloak and dagger stuff. The, you you cannot front the presentation. It's just, it, 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 like I said, it's, it's a, it's a virtuoso performance by one of the all time greatest, um, sequential artists. And, um, from what I'm getting, uh, from the, 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 uh, the plot and the, and the, you know, the, the dialogue and stuff, this, uh, Westlake dude is pretty damn good at what he does too. You know, the, it <laughs> was very good. He's, yeah. So, um, no, I, and Jason, I only had the hunter. And when the score came out, I said, "Oh shit, I better get it." Because I, I leafed, <laughs> I leafed through it at the at the shop. There was the cover uh, that really pulled me in, mm-hmm. and uh, so I got the, the the two I was missing. And like I said, read them all in one. And uh, man, uh, I'll I'll admit it, I was a fool. I was a fool to we ignore. We can't these all ones. read everything. It's, it's hard. Yeah. Star One Cook, man. It's Star One Cook. Um, and another thing that we probably should know or uh, make note of is is how they're packaged. I love the fact that these are design white novels. Oh yeah, yeah, and the uh, off white paper is the best. Yep. The, I, yeah, I love me the paper. 
off-whites. It's just so the creamy is delicious. It um, does the creamy. Well, while we're talking about Parker, I don't think we mentioned this. He's a man of great restraint. I mean, the dude's a criminal, and and uh, he kills when it's necessary. But he has had the opportunity to tag some very fine tail oh, over yeah. the course of all three books, <laughs> right? And and he's like, no, nah, I can't because um, it it wasn't the correct time. Right. Like Dude, he bros like before he, hose. which goes back to what you guys were saying about his his code. He has a very strict, uh, regimented way of of performing the the things that he 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 does right and um it's almost like uh, laying down with a woman will sap the mojo that he needs to complete the job you know after he's like a uh, like a championship prize fighter right can't can't bang weeks before training yeah no seriously and 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 there are some like world-class women just flinging it at him and he's ducking it's like dude but also too if you think about in the books because and, and Clearly, Westlake plays with the theme that, that when guys do mess with the ladies, it almost always f's them. Always messes them up. It yeah, always except for Alan. I, I, I'm, I'm, I love this Alan guy. I think he's great. He's, <laughs> it should he's, be the next he's, book. Where's the next book? Grofield. Oh, Grofield. Grofield. <laughs> yeah, oh, I love God. him. That yeah, the next one's Richard awesome Stark's Grofield. Yeah. <laughs> I don't think so. But that's a the, great just, scene. It is when he it shoots back and and then it's like oh my god they're banging that's awesome but the the one yeah. but how about the part where he's talking to her and they're underneath the spotlight mm-hmm. and he's like it's okay Mary it's just stage fright and, and he's in a tux <laughs> with the friggin' top hat yes. I mean he's a, the dude's a, yeah. he's a yeah. dreamer I love yeah. those characters yeah, yeah. Oh, I love the um the war scenes that they oh, yeah. that they mixed in to this yes as as when when the uh, when the heist first gets underway and he's all um. He's all, where am I going, Sarge? And, and, and there, yeah, that was, that, that was the first time I turned, cause when I flipped through it, I'm like, wait, what, what the hell's going on with World War II in this? And then it, it yep, as yep. I catch up to it, I'm like, oh, that's pretty cool. All right. So and a little, that's, little bit of Walter Mitty going on there. Kind of. I mean, that's, and that's, yeah, I mean, and well, that's, you think, you think of the air. I mean, if this is basically, I mean, they're, they're in a war in Vietnam. If they're, Ten years, not even ten years removed from from Korea, and and twenty years removed from from World War Two. So it's it's obvious, you know, it, it it makes so much sense that that there would be you know veterans in this you know in this group from you know any number of wars. So it's a uh, you know and a lot of these guys, you know, coming back from war, you know, hey, it's it. They're very good at what they at what they do, so it made a lot of sense. I can't find it now, but there's a, a page where uh, Rofield is dancing, and it's just him on the page with the music swirling around him. I think and that's right a, next to uh, the crackle that you're making. Dick. <laughs> do we want do we want to take a break for a minute? No. Oh wait, you mean where he's just dancing by himself with the notes around him? Grofield heard uh Grofield heard background that that was uh that's the facing page to book three. That's um page seventy three. There you go. That's a great page. That is, yeah. I mean that's the thing. His his uh the pages where he introduces the chapter breaks, I mean the the those are cool looking. I mean there there isn't seriously, I can't 
I can't find anything aside from them being too short. And when I get to the last page and it says, "Oh, Parker will return in 2013," it's like that's the only that's the only downside. That's the only flaw I have with these. You gotta books, wait. That you gotta I gotta wait. wait. Like yeah, it's like, dude, it's like really. I'm so. It's and what else are you doing? So I just I I am. I, it doesn't matter. I she'll. She can yell at me all she wants, but in 2013, no matter how much crap I there's still have some, in this room, I am paid. buying the next book. Yeah, <laughs> I, definitely. I can't. I, I can't stop this now. So yeah, hearing you know you, it's not often that I feel like you have an completely unabashed praise of a work, like to the point where you have no, you find no fault, I find no flaws. Yeah, and uh, and like so to see you just. All over the internet's praising this book. I was like, man, oh my god, yeah, that's an accomplishment uh, right there. Yeah, seriously, I, you're right. I think you're right because it's it's there are. I love. I try to just look at things where I'll like. There's something else I read this week that wasn't floating my boat. Someone else might absolutely love it and think it's a great thing. But and uh, it's it's a cool story, but it it wasn't to my liking. And and whether I start to see things unravel or I just look for things I don't like. I mean, there are things I could try to find about. In anything, but something like this, and it's not—it's not because they come out once every year or two, or just that you know I'm—I'm I'm the hugest Darwin Cook fan. It's just—it really is a story. Just just the whole setup and and the way it's it's presented, and it—I'm getting even if I didn't read anything after the Hunter, I still had the Hunter. It's still a great done in one if you want to call it that story and and I don't you don't need to read anymore you can pick one up and just take that with you and it's it they are just really enjoyable little books that I I can't I can't really find in anything wrong in them they're goddamn classics is what they, they are. are they are yeah you can sum it up with that and mm. I think it's good that he I mean he's he's taking his time with them because I do think there's truth to absence making the heart grow fonder, you know? Yeah. Like, think if, if he was banging these out every couple months. Yeah. Yeah, then, you know, yeah, definitely. They oh. maybe feel a little more rote. You know, oh, they yeah, don't feel I, special. I think, I think it's good that there's, you know, they come out one a year or so. Yeah. And, you know, it's a graphic novel. I mean, and the guy's doing other stuff. So, right. And um, it's, he's doing this other work and, and, and it's a labor of love. So it's not something, this isn't, this isn't the latest issue of, of the Hulk that Jason Aaron's putting out or, or, or something that, you know, anybody right. else just doing because they're under contract or it's a paycheck or, you he know, he went this. after this property right. to do and it. And it's, yeah. And, and I mean, it, it, it's a testament because like we said earlier, this is the only, the only venue outside of the novels that Donald Westlake allowed the name Parker to be used. That's where they're right. called Parker. I mean, that's a big, Deal. This is a this is a treasured character in in American fiction, and and that that Cook you was able to you know to basically convince Donald Westlake that he was the right guy to do this, and then to have pulled it off, um, you know, after Westlake passed away like he has. I mean, it, it's huge. And it was the the one thing that we haven't mentioned is another tip of the cap to IDW who put this out and mm-hmm. continues mm-hmm. to put out great comics like this now i had heard that um cook is only on the on the hook for for one more book 
Is he? Is he? Is that really true that he's going to stop at four? Well, how many? How many Parker? I, books I have no idea. There, I know there I are a few. There are a few because they. Um, I I was looking into because um, actually, it's, um, Derek Howard sent me a text saying that um, after Bruce Rosenberger finishes each Parker book, he's sending them to Derek, and Derek asked if he could then send them on to me, and I said no. So <laughs> I uh, I went and they are available through Amazon's Kindle store, and no kidding, how much? Three ninety nine. Get the for, hell out yeah, of here. Yeah, one of one or two of them are like nine bucks and change. But I know the Hunter is four bucks, and I think the outfit is four bucks. I think the score, or it's the other way around. But yeah, so I eventually I'll get them and and be able to answer your question versus how uh, yeah, does it he, first. He could, but he could, he could keep going for a while. There's a lot of them. Yes, there are. So There's um, twenty four of them. Oh, nice! But and and is, he's he's going in order so far, right? As far as the first three that were out. Yeah, it's uh, the hunter, the man with the getaway face, the outfit, uh, the mourner, and then the score. So okay. Oh, is he combining things like um, books, or these are basically? Well, the man with the getaway face was um, the outfit, right? Or... Well, no, that was no, that was, that was, that was the, part of the outfit. That was that was the prelude. It was a. Uh, was it a San Diego exclusive? It's a um, C two E two exclusive. We 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 got ours. Vince and I got ours at C two E two. Yeah. Okay. Um. Uh. The John Centris brought me one from San Diego, cool. but that was just kind of a a, a smaller story. So, uh, I don't know. I'll find out the the mourner, but then it's the score, and then the next ones are the Jugger and the Seventh. Wow! So. It crosses over with Alien Legion. <laughs> 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 That'd be awesome, wouldn't it? That would be awesome, would be. <laughs> All right. You, um, that was well worth the effort, and you guys should really, if you're not reading these books, don't be a, a Vince B. Go get them. Don't be stupid. They're, they are. They're some of the best things out there. They really Read are. everything from Darwin Cook, even before Watchmen. The, uh, they, they Especially are, before um, Watchmen. Yeah. The Parker books are available through um, Comixology. If you really don't want, you know, yeah, but I know and you yeah. should have, should have these. Absolutely, you absolutely should. These are one of the. These are, these are some of the only books that are on the desk where <laughs> I record the show. So it's that's that's in that little section of my room. So I mean, they're right here. Yes, everybody should own. I, and it's not even and because it's of that era. I know there are some people who were like, oh, you know, well. Well, the men in this book beat women, and they're not nice, and and it's 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 of that era. It's it's the, the type era, of person you know. they are. You're not supposed to root for them in that sense. They're not Indiana Jones. It's just it's they're they're not nice people, and I don't. I understand, you know, how you may feel about certain social situations, but they, these are books I think that that you should when when it's on that list of you know books every comic geek should own. This is on that list. Yep. Yep. Absolutely. Um, we were talking about how much we love the art. Um, David, do you have any any art books to talk about? Has it arrived? Mine has not. I did. I did check the tracking list though, and it's um it, it has wow. left a, sh- a sorting. I was going to say shorting mm-hmm. a sorting facility. Um, I'm not sure which one. It didn't list the the city or, or state that the facility was in, but that was as of yesterday. I'm sure I'll wake up tomorrow and there'll be a new update. Well, uh, 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 another big thank you to to Max. Um, uh, I got my uh, my Daredevil 
David oh. Kelly artist edition yesterday in perfect condition, and it is beautiful. So um, we'll have to talk about it next week, David. Okay. It's awesome. It really is awesome. Of course it is. It's 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 the nicest one that IDW's put out yet. Just with the the vellum overlays. I know and those, those are gorgeous. So 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 nice, so nice, and you know, big. We'll, we'll talk about it more next week. But um, the fact that um, Mazzucchelli had the foresight to scan his pages. Yes, I saw that in the back because he sold he sold a couple of the issues, and so um, you know he had the foresight to do this. So it's yeah, it's it's awesome, awesome. I can't wait to talk to you about it. Cool. I can't wait to have. It. <laughs> Who's going to go? Jason, I want to hear some stuff out of your mouth. You've been, oh, yeah. rel- you've been rel- relatively quiet. Uh, well, so I hinted on Twitter last week after reading the score that I thought it was amazing, but it might not have even been the best thing I, I read that week. That. Mm-hmm. I did not, I I did not bite, but That's I was preposterous. And I said that a little bit tongue-in-cheek, but, but certainly what I want to talk about is – is right up there, and I enjoyed it thoroughly. And it is also, to Chris's point, from IDW. And uh, it's something I think Chris will happily speak with too, about, too. And that is the fifth volume of Lock and Key, oh. subtitled Clockworks, written by Joe, don't call me, the son of Stephen King Hill, uh, and Gabriel Rodriguez on art yet again. Um, it's, it's interesting, Chris, did you notice that the... Um, that the uh, the uh, the bookmark um, uh, is ribbon back. is back. The ribbon the book, is back after being gone in the fourth volume. For some reason, it's back oh. in it's the fifth volume. There was there was much um, whammo. There really was. I remember seeing that on yeah. of sackcloth. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. So this is the fifth out of six intended volumes of the series, um, and it's it. What's that? Shit got going in this one. Yeah, we're broken. basically we are. Given a, a, a look into the history of Key House, uh, and and for those that that aren't aware, basically this is a horror a horror series that focuses on a creepy house called the Key House um, that's owned by the Locke family. And um, over the course of of all the volumes, you you discover that this house has many hidden secrets um, denoted by lots of different keys, and each key has its own power or effect there's a key that if you you can give yourself wings there's a key that if you walk through the door you become a ghost there's keys to make change you a giant there's, what's that change your gender yeah exactly there's you know, there's a ton of different keys um and horrible things happen to transpire around the house to the people in the town um and, and this is really the story of this generation of locks um, they suffer a horrible tragedy in the first volume, uh, which leads them to move into Key House, um, and then it sort of unfolds from there. Um, Hill has created a, a, just a fantastically rich tapestry of characters. I mean, yep. um, the 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 family are just 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 amazing. I mean, every one of them is is so distinct. Um, they're all flawed. They, you know, they they each have had really interesting arcs uh, to themselves, um, and this book we're taken back to get a glimpse of the last group of kids that 
really played with the keys, and that included their 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 now deceased dad. I'm not really giving anything away. He dies in the in the first volume. So, um, but it involves him and his friends, and um, kind of fills in a lot of the blanks that we. You realize, you realize, you, yeah, you realize that it wasn't just a big accident that he was what happened to him in the first volume. I mean, it was correct. Yeah, it, it was it was a culmination of events that he set in motion. Yep. And yep. And yeah. it's it's. I think you said on either on our email or or somewhere that you had mentioned that you never would have thought that that uh, Joe Hill could have made you uh, empathetic or sympathetic to Dodge. Yeah. And you're right because the, the the there's lots of bad people and bad things that happen in these books, but but I would say the the big bad, if you will, is a is a is a person named Lucas uh, Caravaggio, and his nickname is Dodge, and he he really is evil incarnate pretty much throughout the books. Um, and, and then in this book, as you look back and see what transpired what a generation ago, yeah. you realize that that although he absolutely is evil incarnate and is still very much the big bad. That you know the the way with which he got there is not necessarily what you would have expected, and it, and it does really color the dynamics of what's going on now. Because you know if you believe in karma, and I would suspect based on the way Hill writes these books, he he does, or at least he's he's playing with that theme in these books. You could now argue after the fifth book that some of the things that have transpired are kind of karma coming back to get the Locke family. Like yeah. maybe they had it coming to them. You know, which you never would have thought. At least I never thought. Going Do- into- Dodge was probably one of the most honorable characters in the book, and that's for him to to kind of flip your notion of of who that character is. It hurts so bad seeing that, knowing what he turns into, and it's what what a great twist the story that he was able to to put in there and you're just like oh damn and and it it shows you even more so how evil the evil is in this book that it could that it could take someone you know like dodge how he was and turn him into what he is it was yeah and gabriel rodriguez is just a beast he yeah yeah. he does something that i think um a lot of a lot of cartoonists don't do or which is that um you know this book is is an ensemble book but a lot of the people are um let's be honest i mean most of the people are are young white people right so mm-hmm. so I, I think if i look at this book versus well, does, and they don't have costumes it does yeah, they don't, take, take place in new england so right they don't have costumes mm-hmm. for the most part i mean unless they're like using one of the keys or something so like i think a lot of other cartoonists that do books of a similar Type of 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 of, of non non superhero non costumey thing, you can often get lost in in the characters because they look too much alike, and you, you sometimes aren't sure who's who. Um, you know, I think you saw a little bit of that in um, uh, Secret Secret Warriors. You saw a little bit of that. Um, shit, shit, people you, talk about that with Walking Dead for yeah, know, absolutely for no. That's true. After Adler, that's true. Um, you also, I, I I know that was the case in Morning Glories for me. Very hard to tell the characters apart. It sometimes because they're all in you know like Catholic school uniforms and have you know the same kind of hairstyles and stuff. In this, you know, again, even though they're all kids with, with that are sort of you know white with with you know uh, similar features, he is absolutely able to make them distinctive. You know, um, every one of Locke's 
teenage friends looks different, acts different. You're never confused by it, you know, um, which, which I think is, is, is awesome. And he has a way of drawing eyes that is, it's, it's captivating. I mean, it, 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 I don't know. His eyes are so distinctive. I mean, they look so lifelike and oh, so look, look into the, look into the soul of a lot it's of amazing. characters. It's amazing. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I mean, that, that's, you know, what, I mean, it, trying not to give away too many spoilers, but what happens to Dodge when you see the moment that things change for him, it's all in his eyes. It's all in his eyes. And it's, 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 it's freaky um, to see it. Um, Jay Photos is, and, and I know that we have other colorist buddies that, that listen to the show, um, Jay Photos is one of my absolute favorite colorists because of this book. I think he's fantastic. Uh, it's great. The whole book is, is a, I mean, again, it, it speaks to what you were saying about IDW deserves so much credit for putting out collected editions. I mean, um, they do a great job with these books. You know, they all have, uh, you know, beautiful trade dress each one. I mean, they look fantastic on the shelf together. They're consistent. I mean, that the, you know, there's, there's like glossy spot varnish on the front covers. It's just, um, it's except just great for, for the, for the huge mistake of volume four. Yeah, yeah. Except for the forgetting the uh, the ribbon in uh, volume four. I mean, there's a page in this that that I would I would love to own, and I don't even know if Gabriel sells his artwork, but it's the um, no, he only sells covers. I've okay, seen. the uh, the two page where they're um, they're looking into Dodge's head and yeah. deciding you know that they need to to mess with it, and they look into his head and they see everything that's going on in there. It's like, I mean, yeah, that that's is, a whole lot of bad. Yeah, and that's and to be funny, it's it's if you think about it, that's sort of the antithesis of what we were praising in Parker, which is that we were talking about how Parker, that um, the cook is so good at at, at 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 taking a minimalist approach. I mean, in in this double plate spread, it's jam packed full of, of visual yeah. detail. Yeah, it's but crazy. it's amazing. Yeah. I mean, it really is amazing. It's like it was. Uh, it reminds me of uh, looking into uh, like the mind of Pink in the wall is what it looked like. Oh yeah. Like, when when pink becomes the 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 fashion yeah that's a good yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah that that's it's like that was like the mind of pink yeah i mean you know and there's and it's this is a book that's very graphic so again this is definitely for a particular audience i mean you know like in the page i'm talking about there are demons and kids with you know beheaded on sticks and uh, disemboweled people and that sort of thing so this is not a book for the faint of heart by any stretch i mean it's, it's it yeah. plays in dark themes and um you know, it's funny because you were talking about Walking Dead last week while I was gone and saying kind of you were done because of the the darkness of it and that you want, you know, comics to be sort of make you happy and be bright. And I was thinking about that actually because I had just read this and I, I, I started reading Lock and Key upon your recommendation, you know, many years ago. And I was thinking like where – I wondered if this book was also – losing you because it, it too is obviously very dark there's not much redeeming in this book so i was curious if this was sort of also on your outs but i, I guess i guess this, it is this, this volume it honestly i stopped buying it in single issues i'm like you know the the hardcovers are beautiful and and i'll go ahead and just read it there and like volume four it was good and I'm like, okay, yeah. I kind of lost my this is the best book on the shelves feeling from mm-hmm. it. But sitting down and reading volume five this this weekend, I set it down and I, I was, you know, it was one of those like, damn, that was really, really good. I mean, it, it when when a book is able to 
you know, emotionally throw you to the ground, uh, especially on a character that, I mean, we're going on what, like five years with this book yeah, now, four years, mm-hmm. um, to take a character that you absolutely hated for the last five years and then ma- turn that, flip that around and make you feel so sympathetic and feel like, you know, actually kind of guilty for hating the character so bad because you didn't know what what he had gone through. Yeah, I was just like, okay, that is powerful. That is powerful storytelling. And so, yeah, I, I can't wait for um, the conclusion. What? Because volume six is going to be, yeah. the, that's going to wrap it up, right? Mm-hmm. Yep. I mean, this is, it, Whenever this is all done, and I can only assume that that the the climax and conclusion to the series is going to be just epic, um, I, I think that Lock and Key is going to be looked back on as as a as a real um, uh, fantastic and, and and important comics work. I mean, it, it's basically what Joe Hill has done. He's he's done yeah, yeah, yeah. you know a couple other series you know here and there a couple of you know one shots and mini series but I mean Jesus what a what a tour de force the whole thing has been and singular vision from from the art and the and the and the writing side I mean it's it is one creative team and just like singular vision the entire way through and and you know absolute high end of quality I, it, it's great stuff yeah I mean that's the thing Vince you would love this one scene that the uh, the Dodge uh, cuts open another another kid, and uh, he's uh, like laying there with his his chest like ripped open and bleeding. And uh, she's trying to get him to tell him something, so she sticks her like her foot, like her toes, in in the wound to like, try and get him to talk. And uh, it's like, and she's doing it like, well, he's he's a she at the moment because she's he's using the, the key to turn himself. So he turns with like this hot brunette, and she's got like these, you know, like pretty foot, like feminine foot with like painted toenails, and like, and she's like sticking it in this wound, and she's like, pretty please, like it's it's just sick. Like these, these guys are like sick bastards, but entrails are hard to read sometimes. You gotta get, <laughs> gotta get a little messy. Get all up in there. Yeah. Well, you gotta, uh, you gotta you know, I'm waiting bridge. for the uh, giant. Done in one volume. I have the. Well, first it's funny you say that because I was thinking as I was reading two. this because that I uh, that that I, this is going to be another series that I end up buying the eventual Omnibu and yeah, then have the, these definitely. to give away. Yeah. yeah. Um. You know, it's interesting. I I, I love uh, any of the stories that that will like go back in time and show the setup because so many of the characters kind of dug their own graves you know yeah. made their own beds and you look at, at dodge's girlfriend who's a really sympathetic character in this but she had a moment that could have stopped everything and she made a decision an emotional decision that that set her you know eventual downfall mm-hmm. in motion and you just it was so many so many powerful moments like that where it's like yeah. these these just unfortunate decisions that are made in the spur of the moment that you know that's what happens in life it's emotional gut reactions mm-hmm. to that reverberate for generations but what's cool about the way hill writes the book is that he he really understands each character having their own voice and that's something that is hard for a lot of writers you know a lot of writers whether they're writing a teenager or old man, it, it it often sounds like them. You know, like the characters have kind of the same, the same. And, and, and this is not the case. I mean, 
these, the, you know, the friends act like friends. They're not always nice to each other. You know, teenage teenage friends are not always nice to each other. They they have moments where they're absolute dicks to each other, and then they, you know, if they're friends, they make up. And you see that, like the, uh, you know, the, the Locke's girlfriend. Uh, you know, she she, you know, she has a fit because she's like the pretty blonde. And she goes off on a tangent and rips into their, you know, their their chubby, you know, nerdy friend. You know, makes you know makes one of them for being a virgin and stuff. And like, you know, that kind of thing would have really happened. But like, it's it wasn't just like. But it wasn't stereotypical. It was a you know then then it was real. It was yeah. It was, she she later on when she calms down, she's you know apologizes and he says you know it's it's cool no big deal. And then the same thing like with the siblings. I mean they're super tight. Obviously, I mean they've saved each other's lives and they love each other. But but they piss each other off too. You know, I mean I see that with my boys every day. You know they one second they want to beat the hell out of each other and and yet but they they you know but but anyone else messes with them and and you know they got each other's back. It's it's just Joe Hill definitely understands wow. human. Who's, interaction. Who's, who's your who's your favorite character? Um, probably um, I, I don't. What's her, the daughter's name? What's the Kenzie. daughter's name? Ken, yeah, Ken, Kinsey. Yeah, yeah. Ken, Kinsey is an amazing character, and I just I every scene with her is so real, and, and it's not that she's the you know the um the purest of heart, obviously, or, you know, the smartest or bravest, but she is the most real character. And Kinsey, I think, is going to be the character that um, that whenever the resolution comes and if the Lock kids survive, I think it's going to be because of Kinsey. Yeah, I'm really scared about Bodie because I don't know how he... Bodie's in a bad place right bad now. Spot. He's in a bad spot. <laughs> bad spot. <laughs> so I don't know. That, that's I don't know. What a fucked up twist that was. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's such such a great series. It's, it's if you're not reading Lock and Key, I can't I can't suggest it anymore. I've been doing it for years. Yeah. No, it's true. I mean, exactly. Look, if if you don't like horror or, or violence, then by all means, don't read this. But but if 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 you have a a uh, if you're cool with 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 that kind of storytelling, it, this I, I don't think there's been many better comics in the last five years than this in that in that world. Yeah, yep, it's great. It sure is pretty. It really is. You know, I, I'm um, I read the first issue before we started tonight from the first volume, and I, I it helps knowing who you guys are talking about and. The art is abs- I, I I find it hard to well I can't say turn the page just swipe to the next page because I just I I don't want to not look at Rodriguez's art. It's just I think yeah. his mock EC covers are just brilliant. Love them. He aped um it was, uh, Calvin and Hobbes artist is Bill Bill the Waterston yeah and the uh, was it yeah. the- Fourth third volume. one or the fourth one? Fourth volume. He did yeah. he, uh, almost an entire issue. Yeah, that was that was an homage to. So Bill. awesome! That's so badass. awesome! Yeah. It was really just brilliant. Cool beans. Mm-hmm. What time is it? Let me see where we where we're falling in the. Dude, uh, good dude. Oh, yeah, one fourteen. Yeah, yeah. I better go now before I get all fucked up. Do it, David. You know what I found at the flea market this weekend? Uh oh, fleas. Please. Lots of them, but I found Please some good crap. comics. I found uh, Micronauts Annual Number Two by Mr. Steve, Steve Ditko in in so mint condition. Looks like it just came off the press. Oh wow! Um, really? How, at a flea market? Yeah, yeah. Was I it bagged? That. Was it bagged? Yes, it was. Damn! How um, do you go to a flea market with bagged comics? There's <laughs> lots of dudes at our flea market that sell bagged comics. Shit, I found. I'm coming out to your way, dude. 
Michael Dooney's Gizmo number one from Mirage oh, Studios. No oh, no yeah, way. for like fi- I got a Michael cents. Dooney uh, commission. Uh, yeah, you do. Yep, fifty cents. Uh, I got Weird Romance from Eclipse, which is actually Seduction of the Innocent number nine, and a amazing Silver Age. Uh, it's number 103, Tomahawk and his rip-roaring rangers from D.C. Remember Tomahawk? But the uh, villain is Frankenstein. Frankenstein. The, fr- the frontier Frankenstein. <laughs> so, you, so you have these 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 uh, um, guys in, in western buckskin with the tassels and everything fighting a giant Frankenstein monster, and he's green. It's awesome, but that's not what I want to talk about. Oh. The, no, the best thing I found... And this book is a multiple award winner. Uh, it was published in 1970 uh, among, yeah, yeah. a little, little bit, a little bit. Uh, the most prestigious award uh, it won was the Caldecott Medal. You know what the Caldecott Medal is? It's, uh, it's, it's a, a, an award of prestige for children's books. And that's what this book is. Oh, it's, yeah. it's, it's a children's book, but it's also a comic book. What? Yes, yes. Go figure. It's by the uh, legendary, and I think I can get away with saying that because he is, Maurice Sendak. Oh, yeah. Creator of uh, Where the Ah, Wild Things Are. This is called In the Night Kitchen. Huh. It is a 40-page comic book. It, masquerading as a kid's book, it is a comic book. And um, in essence, what it is, it's Maurice Sendak's Tip of the hat to Windsor McKay and uh, Little Nemo in Slumberland because, uh, a, well, the majority of this book uh, plays heavily on Little Nemo in Slumberland because the protagonist, a little boy named Mickey, uh, and uh, the first couple panels that we, uh, we are introduced to Mickey are pulled straight from Little Nemo in Slumberland. I mean, the kid's in the bed. It's... It, it's He's got Windsor McKay on the brain, but the uh, the gist of the book is uh, Mickey's tired, goes to sleep, or tries to go to sleep, and uh, something disrupts his uh, slumber, and he falls into the dark. And when he does, he loses his clothes. Now, th- this book, like I said, was published in 1970, and even back then it was very controversial because when Mickey loses his clothes... Um, we see his little, uh, two meat and, and veg thing. Oh, no way. Yeah, yeah, his little dinky. It's uh, and berries, I mean, huh? It's, yes. it's just a little tiny Big bump, but, you know, come on, nudity, uh, especially genitalia in a kid's book, unheard of. But, um, it, and it, and it frequently gets dumped on not, the, uh, uh, not the banned book list, but the very, uh, you know, watch where you're treading. This is, uh, maybe a little bit too, uh, vivid not for your children list. No, not it's in. South of the Mason Dixon line. No, it's in. It's, this is, this is a, an award winning, uh, it's a, it's a very good book. Um, and it is in libraries, but the kid is naked. Okay. So maybe if, if you have a problem with, um, human nudity, uh, I don't understand why. It's not like the kid has an erection. It's just a little tiny little doink, you know, and he doesn't have it for very long. But anyway, so so he falls into this um, this uh, area called the night kitchen. 
and and who should show up but a a, a group of chefs and they're all Oliver Hardy every one of them there's there's one two three three chefs three chefs and every one of them are Oliver Hardy from Laurel and Hardy what does that say I don't know um, but they, they, they bake the little boy into a cake they, they have this this gigantic uh, bowl and they're they're uh, they stir them into the cake and and put it in the oven and and, and uh, Mickey uh, escapes through his own uh, volition, he transforms the batter of the cake into an airplane and flies away. But but see, this is where Mari Sendak's brilliance comes through. The airplane and the entire book is a thing of comfort. The imagine an airplane carved out of cake batter. You wouldn't think it'd be have rigid stiff lines and and just no it's it looks like a gigantic pillow fashioned in the form of an airplane it's soft it's comfortable it's it's cushy and and even um you've all seen where the wild things are right the the main character really i mean the movie no the book right oh sure the main character i forget his name uh where's that um Missized, um, kind of yeah. like, well, uh, Mickey has a, uh, I guess you can call it a pajamas, uh, made of batter. And they, they, he looks a lot like the character from where the wild things are without the crown. Uh, but he does have a crown of sorts in here. Uh, he, he picks up a, um, a cup and puts it on his head and he's, it, it acts as a, a, a kind of surrogate hat. But the whole book is just, Mickey trying to to make his way through this dreamland and 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 uh there's a point where he dives into a gigantic bottle of milk what the hell <laughs> and and he says i'm in the milk and the milk's in me god bless yeah. milk and god bless me and when he's in the milk he loses his clothes again and awesome. and and becomes um closer to the being that he is right uh he escapes the cooks uh, Mickey leaves the night kitchen, slides down a slide, and he ends up in bed again at the end, carefree and dried. And he's the better for the experience. So what the hell is Maurice Sendak saying in this book? What What's it about? You have a kid, falls asleep, ends up in this dream world, comes out of it through his own... There's a lot pow- of milk. His own he's power. Saying, well, you should breastfeed, or no? What it is? What I my take on the book, right? Is I think it's Mari Sendak talking uh, to kids and saying, "Hey, you know what? When you go to sleep, you have this thing called the unconscious mind, right? And it's going to work out a lot of the bullshit problems that you have during the day. But you need this. It's perfectly normal. Uh, it's not going to hurt you. It's fact. It's very healthy." Um, and when you wake up, you'll feel refreshed and recharged and, and it's okay. Your mind doesn't stop working when you go to bed. It's a pretty brilliant book, uh, because he's talking about milk. The milk is in him and he's in the milk. And symbolically, what could the milk be? It's, it's all your, it's your experiences, right? You are your experiences and your experiences are you and you got to work through them and he does he works through the milk he gets out of the milk he cock-a-doodle-doo the kid says and jumps down and he's um cleansed in a way right it's a pretty freaking brilliant book but it's comics it is it is uh not your 
uh, average text on the on the left, image on the right. No, it is sequential art. And uh, again, if you're familiar with where the wild things are, Sendak employed kind of like a a very linear, very crosshatch heavy style on that. This is completely different. It's a very organic, flowing, um, single line. There's I can't find any crosshatching in the whole book. It's it's just he just he lives and dies on the strength of his line, and it works very well. It's uh, full color. If you see it, pick it up. Uh, I got it for fifty cents. It's a first printing from 1970 for 50 damn cents. Now, how can you pass something like this up? It's it's beautifully watercolored. Um, and like I said, it, it does owe a lot to Windsor McKay. Uh, it is it is a thing of, of, of comfort. And even the oven. The oven says Mickey oven. Like the cooks knew that they were going to put him, that they were coming to Mickey, put him in the oven. Why would the oven say Mickey oven? Like I love books like this because it's deceptively simple. You got a kid going through a dream world. Okay, yeah, that's on the surface. That's awesome. And it says you can digest this book on that level. But I don't think there's any definitive way of interpreting this thing other than um, it's very subjective. What, 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 it could mean a lot of things, right? I, who knows? Maybe it's not uh the unconscious mind maybe it's something totally different and i wish you guys it's only 40 pages so if you ever uh stumble upon it i wish you guys would read it and i'd like to hear your thoughts on it and you people at home too if you've read um in the night kitchen come to our forum where david forum dot bullpenbulletinspodcast.com or 11 o'clock comics.com right and 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 talk about the night kitchen I, I i would love to to uh see other interpretations of this book it, it like um it's very it's a very comfortable scenario that's that's the best way i can put it everything in this book is comforting the colors the line the panel layout there there are a lot of very strong horizontal pa panels there are a lot of full page panels um, it's just everything is big and safe and comforting and very pleasant. There's nothing threatening about this book. I don't know. Maybe the little dinky was, will threaten you, but it's not very large and not erect, so it shouldn't. Uh, I, there you no. go. Maurice Sendak. Non-threatening non, non penis. That's what it is. Penist. <laughs> I love this book. I read it like uh, it, it doesn't take you long to read. I read it like 10 times mm -hmm. trying to pull some things out of it. I love it when you actually expose me to something that I literally didn't know existed. I didn't know. Right. I, I, yep. Good on you. Yeah. Well, I've seen this book a bazillion times, but I never for silly. 50 cents. And uh, I couldn't pass. He also had Where the Wild Things Are for 50 cents, but I already have that. Oh, cool. Yeah. And, and, and well, actually, my kids have it. I gave it to the kids to, to enjoy. But this is, yeah, this is comics. Maurice Sendak does comics. Awesome. Winner. It's winning. Yeah, it's a winner. Winning. Yes, we did that last week when you weren't here. We talked about winning I, in Tiger I Blood. To the show. I, I, unlike the rest of y'all, I listened to the show back when I'm not on it. Yeah. <laughs> I freaking never. I had to listen to it because I, f I fucked up last week. <laughs> and I had to go in and listen to it and actually take out my screw-ups. And, man, I'll tell you, it was a pain in the ass because <laughs> I kept dropping the screw-up, bang, every in every couple sentences. What did you and, do? Uh, I made a I made a mistake last week. See, you never knew because of my my uh, maestro 
like uh, skill on the editing deck. Uh-huh. No, I, 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 I screwed up. I did. I screwed up big All time. Right. And huh. I, I attributed the work of one publisher to uh, a completely different publisher. And I don't okay. like doing Happens. stuff like that. Yeah. And so yeah. I, when I took it out. So, but by the, the dumbass way, that uh, I am, I kept repeating it. <laughs> Chris said something that reminded me I forgot because I wasn't here last week to talk to you guys about the fact that I got my package of original art from Chris oh, in the mail. Oh, you. And, and in there was this curious little drawing of a... It was a head sketch, basically. Yeah, a head sketch of a little boy. I think a little boy, right? A <laughs> little toothless kid. Yeah. It could have been actual size. Yeah, and uh, signed by all you yokels who are at C2E2. Because we love you. Uh, in, yeah, it's a, it's a little a little we miss you card. But the the thing is, is is this the sketch as I understand it is is by no, none other than Mr. Jimmy Chung. Uh-huh. You're on the grail, dude. Yeah. Yeah, dude. So finally, so I finally have my Jim Chung sketch, and I I I'm sure there must be a story behind it because this is not. Uh, you wanted a head not, sketch by Jim Chung, so I, so I know. We're we're in like day three of the show or something. And uh, and we're just lamenting the fact that you're not there, and no. uh, and I had spent the whole fucking weekend running down sketches for you that you had pre-ordered. <laughs> truth, double truth. <sighs> um, and so I'm just like, okay, so I I got the last sketch together, and um, mm-hmm. uh, and so I'm we're over at the table, and and everyone's like, oh yeah, I really wish that Wood had been here, and you know we should get something for him and i was like you know let me i'll be right back and so i ran over to to jimmy chung's table and i was i was like jim it jason wood is on you know the podcast with us and i think he was has listened occasionally and i was like jason tries to get on your sketch list every convention he goes to and it's like literally six conventions in a row (laughs) that he's tried and not been able to get on your sketch list, would you be able to do like a quick little thirty-second sketch for him that I can send him because he's not at this at this show, and um, and he's just like, yeah, yeah, sure, sure. So I gave him the gave him the uh, um, the the page, and uh, and so he 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 knocks it out, and and I you know I was just like, oh, you should put you know, here, Jason finally got you know a jimmy chung sketch he's oh that's so mean that's so mean he he was he was very gracious about it and and saw the the humor in it and so i think that you will you will get your your real jimmy chung sketch at some point but we had to get you something and uh, it was awesome it was it was great and i i I, I, I love you guys for that tip and then everyone you know all the uh all the uh, 11 o'clock listeners that we could find there signed it for you but uh yeah. no he was he was very gracious about it and and he was of course as always i think his sketch list was filled up by about two o'clock on friday for the entire weekend so. yeah yeah no no that's that's super cool i mean uh yeah the, it was just it was great i mean i i knew something was afoot because you guys were all sort of like oh you know there's gonna be a surprise in there and stuff but uh but uh but yeah it's cool I, and then i when i first looked at it i i was like what is I'm like, I knew. I mean, I, I was. I was. I was like, who drew this? I'm like, you know, I could. But then I was like, oh, I bet you. I'm like, okay, this must be Jim Chung, because it's not. You know, he. He obviously, it's. It, it's cartoony. It's not like. You know, it's not like. Um, the, the people haven't seen it, obviously, other than you guys. But it's. It's not. Uh, it's not like. 
if people know Jim Chung's comic book work, it's not drawn that way. Like it's not like a realistic like little boy's face. It's it's very cartoony. You know, it's uh, so it, you wouldn't know it was him at first blush. I think until you uh, like thought through the process. So very cool. Thanks, He's guys. Such a super nice guy. Yeah. Too. It's uh, and eventually I think you'll get a sketch from him. It may nice. take a years, but... yeah, two three years. <laughs> Yeah, we're not gonna we're not gonna see each other for a while. I, was I know. About it. And, uh, yeah, it's uh, no New York for for you and me that you would, right? That's correct. Um, maybe- and at that point, I think Vince and I just might do a day trip. Oh. We might just. I, I yeah. don't. Think, I, I actually I, like doing the day trips for New York. Love it. It's. I just figure. I mean, aside from you guys not being there, it's just it'll probably just be so much easier to. Get into the city, hang out, spend some time even after the con, and and because I mean I I think of all of us, Vince and I were probably the last two to want to go or ever be really into the after parties. So mm, sure, that's true. that's that's not really something that we're going to be missing. And and we'll hang out with some with some peeps that are there, some forum folks and whatnot. And then and then um, we'll probably just call it a day. But this way we don't we're we're not. Getting raped for the prices of, of a hotel room in New York City, and, and you can and, sp- yeah, so I'd say you can spend more at the right. show, yeah, right. So we can just we'll just we'll pour some out for you guys not being there, and then yeah. uh, we'll. You don't um, have to turn your nose up at that complete run of Night Mask, okay? You can buy it. <laughs> you can go ahead and buy it. Yeah, now you can buy it. <laughs> yeah, boy. Don't do paper, David. Remember? Uh, no, not me. Not me. No, that's all events. But oh, I'm, you know, if I go with David, he's bringing paper home. I'll, I, I could take nice, Renee nice. because I don't I live with her. Yeah, you can, <laughs> I'll divert her. That's easy for you to say now when she's not living. She's not <laughs> that's, what, that's what I'm saying. That's it. That's it. I'm going. I'm going to Vegas though. I'm. I'm getting my getting my Morrison con. I don't know. I got an email this morning, that's and I'm fun. like, oh. I know. I yeah, I got that too. You're making it hard, player. Yeah, dude. But I'm actually this close to buying a boat, so I don't think it's gonna happen. Oh shit. Boat? <laughs> yeah, probably not. Yeah. The toy boat. Toy boat. Oh, fuck it. We, won't, we won't have to nice. go to Gump. A little boat for the lake. A little, little bass boat for the lake. There you go. Well, John boat. Chris, Chris will be, because yeah, I know cracks Chris up with the whole fishing thing. He'll, I, uh, I, Chris, I was John, in a, uh, I was in a, night, a nighttime uh, topwater bass tournament on Saturday night. Were you really? Mm hmm. That's hardcore, dude. Yeah, dude. It was a lot of fun. That's awesome. Six, 16 yeah, of us. Wait. How the hell do you fish at night? You got to. Boys, dude. The, yeah, you gotta, the water, you gotta be, water's still there, Vince. Yeah. No, but how do you how do you see what you're doing? Like, how do you put the, the how, damn worm how you, on it? How, how do you how do you see where the lure is during the day when it's under? Yeah, the water? you just gotta you just gotta be ready to set the hook, man. You guys gotta feel the pole, feel the full the pole. Yeah. <laughs> Good fishing. Okay. Night. Gotta pull your pole, Vince. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I I I'm, I would love <laughs> to experience that because I'm not getting it. You know. One of these days, I'll take you frog gigging. Yeah. Oh, it's the bomb. The bomb. Poor the frogs. Bomb Frog gigging is serious. And you got to do that at night. Who did we not hear from? David. What about? We didn't hear anything from you yet. In depth, solo. anyway. Oh. oh. Yeah. Solo dolo. Solo dolo. Uh, you know, something that absolutely surprised me. This is a, um, this is a thank you from a couple weeks ago with, um, Billy Aqualek on, on Twitter and now on oh, the like, forum. Yeah, yeah. I like him. He is. He's a good people. Um, he hooked me up. I decided to give it a shot. And, um, after not reading 
the um, kind of since when after Cyclops took his crew to Utopia, shortly after that, I figured I'll just get the hardcovers, and then after um, after that, I think I kind of just laid low. I says I'll revisit this later, and I'm really only getting my X Men fix whenever I get around to reading. AVX and and so I've been away for a while. Now didn't didn't know you know what they were doing aside from the wedding issue that came out a couple of weeks ago. I really haven't checked into anything X Men related. So um, Billy sent me the codes for X Men Thirty and Thirty One, which is Brian Woods' new run on X Men, and this is. This is uh, art by uh, David Lopez and, and Alvaro Lopez, who I believe worked on Catwoman when uh, our friend Will wrote the book. And mm-hmm. uh, this is um, this surprised me, and it surprised me mostly because Storm is the team leader. But aside a woman? from woman, no, well, not just a woman, oh, but that, that a black a, woman. Yes, that it's a black woman because you know the, who who. They, uh, you have the team consists of Storm, Domino, Pixie, Psylocke, and who basically is, I guess, the female Wolverine, because I don't think there's an X team she's not on, and, uh, Colossus as the, the only male member on wow. the team. Although, um, although. What are they saying there? Um, Madison Jeffries is, is, we, I haven't seen him in two issues, but he his presence is there because he's the um, he's the reason why they're able to fly around in this plane. It's basically just it, it's kind of like their version of like Air Force One. They can do anything from this plane, um, and I don't know if Jason's reading it because it is an X Men book. So I, I think you know I'm, I'm because it is mutants. Maybe maybe Jason's reading it, but I'm not sure. Well, I so I am reading that book. I have okay. not read the Brian Wood issues yet, though. Oh, okay, all right. So these are. Um, but I actually am very much a. I mean, for I feel like I have a reputation for being like an anti-Brian Wood person. I actually am very much a big Brian Wood fan. Like I love D. I, I love DMZ, and actually, I just started on the way home tonight. So I, maybe I'll talk about it in a couple of weeks. It's hefty. Um, I just started uh, Channel Zero, which. Uh, oh, yeah, didn't care for was like that first arc of Northlanders. Exactly. Yeah, I really didn't care for Northlanders, and I I didn't um, um, I, I local wasn't my cup of tea. I I didn't I didn't think it was it was I didn't think oh, it was I liked bad. Local. I, mean, I liked local. no. That's what I'm saying. Like I didn't I didn't have a problem with it. it just wasn't wasn't the yeah. kind of story that I thought. It, I thought the the Chicago issue was inaccurate. Are we looking <laughs> for? Or it wasn't. It was yeah, architecturally not right. Did, did um, have, any, have any of you guys read Channel Zero? By the way, before we jump back I, to X Men. Yeah. You didn't like it, Vince? It was okay. Yeah. It, I, mean, um, I think I'm, in, I'm more in, the, uh, in your little dinghy as far as Brian Wood. I, I, I think North, not North, Northlanders, um, DMZ is fantastic. But once we stray from that kind of scenario, like I thought Demo uh, and, and Demo, Local. That's what I wanted to read. I, I, I yeah. still might. I don't know. That was uh, uh, Becky Clinton, right? Yeah. 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 Yeah, well, Becky Cloonan did the uh, Channel Zero as well. Yeah, uh, um, not bad, but not what I want to read. 
I will say this. I mean, again, I'm only a little bit into the book, but this Becky Cloonan is nothing like the Becky Cloonan most people would think of when they think of Becky Cloonan. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's very, very um, uh, minimalist, uh, and and it's got a ton of. I don't know. If, it's not really fumetti, but but there's a ton of overlay of of actual imagery and signage and stuff. Like it's it's not you know that she kind of overlays illustration on top of. So it's, it's quite different, but anyway, but David, how is, I mean, you know, um, Brian, how is it? Because, um, I will say that, that I've really enjoyed it. Uh, he's been writing Conan, right? Isn't he the one? That's yes. Yeah. yeah. I've been, Conan, I've been really good. He's getting yeah. ready to write uh, Star Wars. Yeah. I've been really yeah. enjoying his Conan. And so, you know, being an, I mean, I'm curious is, do, I mean, how does he have a handle for it? Cause it wasn't long ago that he said he basically knew nothing about superheroes and didn't know if he could write superhero books. He, so. uh, he wrote not gen 13. He wrote, um, they wrote one, he, well, he, he wrote generation. DJ. He wrote generation next for a while, didn't he? I was, or I, generation. No. Did, did he, or did he write one of the 2099 books? I, I know what you're being Vince. I think. Yeah. I, he wrote a Marvel book. Was it unlimited? Else. But yeah, he, if 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 he wants to say he doesn't have a handle on these characters, he could fool me. This th- these are they. No one sounds off. No one is. Um, you know, I I absolutely think that based on all the Domino I've read over the years, this sounds like Domino. This this sounds like this this sounds like Colossus even after his um his possession after uh, Fear itself, if you want to call it that. This um you know Pixie's Pixie. And there, um, and Storm is is cold. Is not um, she's not very forthcoming. But at considering what she's been, uh, considering that she's, I guess you could say she's been lied to because you know Cyclops wasn't very forthcoming to everybody with 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 the formation of X Force and and things like that. So she's she's playing some things close to the vest. And this. Um, it starts off where you basically are um, we're, we're being introduced to, I guess, a very old mutant strain, like like dating back to like the dawn of man. I mean, this 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 was found in an archaeological archaeological dig, and um, it looks like someone's going to do bad things with it. And um, it doesn't it in in that regard, I guess maybe things would go in a different direction in the hands of like Warren Ellis, if he was going to run with, with something like this, but this is still a, um, this still is a, a superhero comic. There's, um, there are, the scientists kind of referred to as a groupie. Um, somebody that storm has been in contact with storm gives this scientist, um, a DNA sample of a monster, that they fought and that Colossus took down with one punch, but that was probably because, uh, the monster wasn't, um, would have died anyway. It was, it was pretty much, it, it was, they were surprised it was as alive as it was when the X-Men got there. And, and, uh, so storm took a sample of it, gave it to the scientist, but she's keeping that from Cyclops. And then now the team after, at the end of the second issue of this, cause I haven't read 32 yet. Um, they they find out that that storm did not tell Cyclops and uh, want to know what's up with that because you know if 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 you're going to lie to Scott, what's to stop you from lying to us? What are you keeping from us? So it looks like there might be a little bit of of some trust issues going on, but um, 
Psylocke is the she thirty one left off with with a pretty cool cliffhanger. There's another monster heading towards um it looks like a city in in Canada. They're they're all the same, and they uh, Psylocke is, is has to keep the monster at bay until until uh, the X Men can get there in their new fancy jet. And and Pixie is utilized because she's able to transport some of the other teammates um, around certain parts of the world while also getting back to the uh, to the airplane. He the Woods doing some some pretty funky stuff with them. I, I, I dig it. it. It doesn't it doesn't really feel like an X book, but these are X Men characters mm-hmm. and, and it could be a uh, good thing, right? It it it, it yeah, kinda absolutely. is it, it is because it's not they're not on Utopia. We haven't once basically we, we've been on land for like, you know, a few pages out of the two issues I've read. And um so obviously you're if you're reading this, you you probably have an idea of of the other mutant characters but they're very this is a very um uh isolated feeling book at the moment it, it's just these characters and uh and this is basically their first mission a- as a team and uh i, I really am digging it I'm, I'm looking forward to uh to the next issue and, and seeing where it goes cool information please uh brian wood co-wrote generation x with uh, Warren Ellis, number sixty-three to seventy, and then, the he ro- and then he wrote seventy-one to seventy-five on his own. Did he really? Yeah, seventy-one. It ended. Yeah, uh, it ended with seventy-five. It says here on the Wikipedia page. God knows, I don't want to quote this, but Casada wanted to simplify the X Men franchise, so they they put the kibosh on the Generation X. And uh, I know this because uh, I bought the book then, and I actually enjoyed it. So. What are you going to do? Um, but yeah, he wrote, uh, so he co-wrote and wrote 63 to 75. Okay. That's interesting because yeah. Warren Ellis does the uh, intro to this uh, this uh, Channel uh, Zero well, Brian, complete Brian, collection. Brian Wood, and I may be way wrong here, but I think Brian Wood designed the logo for what's Ellis's uh, website, um, the the engine. Yeah. Oh, okay. Okay. Yeah, yeah, I think Brian Wood. I think you're right. That. that does sound familiar. So they're bros. They're bros. Look at that. Hey. Bros be fojos. Yeah. Nice. Different area codes. <laughs> it's so stupid, isn't it? Yeah. Bros be fojos. Let's check the clock because uh, we can run a time limit. We got. Uh, uh, yeah. I always to do some almost two hours. travels. Okay. Um. You oh, know I don't what? Have anything. Oh, you gotta. You gotta make it up. Make it up. This episode of 11 O'Clock Comics has been brought to you by Discount Comic Book Service, dcbservice.com, where you, Mr. and Mrs. Comic Book Fan, can get your favorite funny books and collectibles at huge Walmart Walmart. discounts, anywhere from 35 to 75% off, plus eight more if you use the code. What is it, David? EOC8. That's only if you're first-time customers, though it only works once. It's like, bang. Your DCBS virginity is gone. Okay, so use it. Use it wisely. You only get it once. You know, mm-hmm. and in your travels, guess what? what? The Desert Island Bookstore in Manhattan. I think it's Manhattan. No, it's Brooklyn. Manhattan. Oh. Right? It's in Brooklyn. No sleep. The tip. Desert. 
Desert Island has published the new smoke signal. It's issue number 13. Oh. Cover, cover date is June 2012. Brian Chippendale does both covers, front and back. Mm-hmm. Tony Millionaire has a full page of Mackey's. Uh, let's see what else is in here. Uh, Kaz's Underworld has a whole page. And if you're a fan of SpongeBob SquarePants, you've seen, well, you, you haven't seen, but you've, yes, you have. Kaz did some uh, storyboarding and writing for SpongeBob. Uh, but he's a, he's a great cartoonist in his own right. Um, Sam Henderson from Magic Whistle has an entire page of Funny's Butt. The thing I want to bring to your attention the most, yes, even more than Brian Chippendale's uh, covers, Skinner. Remember we talked about Skinner? Skinner has, let's see, one, two, three, four pages of comics in here that will rip your face off and and shit down whatever hole is exposed. They are nasty, heavy metal, loud, uh, very disturbing. Yes, really disturbing comics. And it's Skinner, the man. Every man is in, is his enemy. And you can get this for free if you are, uh, if you have the luxury of living in or around the greatest city on the planet. But if not, go to this to the desert island. Um, Website and it'll cost you three bucks and that's shipped. Wow, three 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 bucks shipped. Yeah, you should. I get this damn thing every time it comes out. It's it's awesome, you know. Um, uh, and the uh, the content fluctuates. Sometimes they have Benjamin Mara, like we said. I mean, I've talked about it. I know, right? A million times. Get in on the smoke signal. It's a great little newspaper and it's all comics all the time. All the time. There you go. Get it. Uh, I was lucky enough to uh, be at the Battle Pug um, surprise congratulations party oh, for awesome. Mr. Mike Norton uh, last week at uh, at Challengers. Patrick and Dow were were kind enough to uh, to throw him a, a, a very well deserved surprise party, and I think Mike. Uh, was surprised and it was it was awesome to see him and um, and so read Battle Pug. But um, whenever I go to Challengers for for any of their parties or, or art signings or any of that stuff, I always try and pick up a, a book or two. And uh, in their recommended book section, there was uh, a book from Oni that uh, that looked very interesting, and it is called The Return of King Doug. And I've just started it, and it is. Uh, it is the story of an eight-year-old boy who finds out that he is the chosen one that will um, defend and and lead a magical kingdom to uh, to their salvation and independence. Uh, except he doesn't. He turns tail and runs away. Sounds cool. Sounds cool. Uh, and fast forward uh, twenty-five years. And Doug now has a son and finds out that he can't escape his fate as easily as he thought he could. So it's kind of a bone and the never-ending story and the Lord of the Rings and a little, um, uh, what's the the C.S. Lewis, the Lion, the Witch, and the Wardrobe feel to it. Yes. Yeah, I bet you know what he says at the end of the book. Hmm. I'm out of here. I'm Doug. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I'm Doug, and I'm out of here. But who does? Now I want to know who does this book because I can't just put. The, uh, 
Greg Herb, Jason Ormland, and it's uh, it's uh, drawn by Wook Jin Clark. Ooh, I hope huh. I'm, uh, I'm getting all of the uh, pronunciations. I'll, there. I'll I'll Google it just to make sure, but I like to have a start a starting very, point. It's a very, it's a very pretty book. Uh, because yeah. you know the the forumites start you revolting when they don't get the show notes. Because, yeah. yeah, the return of King Doug. From it sounds Oni. cool. Keep yeah, an eye it, it, it looks really cool. I can't wait to finish it up. David must have been talking X books when I got all staticky because I'm not shitting on anybody, am I? Oh, you got all staticky a minute ago, but you're fine now. Yeah, you're oh, good now. Good. You're very good now. I know. Uh, okay. Any travels? I want to recommend stories written by Ryan North. Oh, boy. Meredith Graham, who Vince knows right now because of Marceline and the Screen Queens. Love uh, it. Jeffrey Brown. Doug Tenaple. You're bookending. You're bookending, aren't you? Bookending, yo. <laughs> uh, go ahead. And, and, and I was reading the FAQ, and uh, basically, um, if... Uh, if you name your price at ten dollars or more, you'll get access to bonus features. So that's why the uh, that, that's why I have commentary on on my page. Nice. I didn't know what the um, what the tiers were. Uh, Fifty bucks or more, you can get um, all the audio commentary and whatnot, and you'll get a link where you oh, can nice. share the comics with ten friends. So then you can just go ahead and email. Oh, links. sweet! Oh, that's not cool. I, I, I don't know if I like that. You don't have to send the links. No, I understand that. Yeah, but I'm. I mean, why shoot yourself in the foot? I mean, that's very generous of them. Damn, it is. Yeah. But damn, why would you want to shoot yourself in the foot like that? For a hundred bucks. Wow. Gonna- well, but if you're think about it, if if you can get the PDFs or the CBZs for a dollar, I mean, then then you could give them out to your friends anyway. So. It's, it's, yeah, but so that's not kosher that- either. Right, but I'm saying they're 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 being a, they're they're self aware. They're they're yeah, you know yeah, saying. No, I just want to see these people get ahead. You know what I mean? Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, for a hundred bucks, you'll get all that plus a reward package delivered right to your door. Oh, damn. You'll get a, uh, SD card with every one of our books plus the complete Ryan Estrada collection, which doubles your comics to over 1600. Get the hell out of here. Wow. Also get 10 pieces of original art from Estrada's book, The Kind. Wow. Wait a minute. So is the um? Now the, I am such a sucker for uh, specially designed USB sticks and stuff like that. Like if Are they, you really? Oh it's man, just, I, I don't care if. I'm yeah, you could put. I'm with you. When they do this, really, yes, I see huh. that, and it's just like it, it's shiny, it's different, and I must buy it. Yeah, <laughs> Iron Man or C3PO, or it doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, like a little stormtrooper shit. I'm that bing. I bought it. Yeah. I feel the same about those as I do the uh, commentary sections on DVDs. <laughs> Absolutely no interest. <laughs> That's uh, so funny. <laughs> so I mean, so so go ahead and at least I would say at least donate ten bucks because even if even if one of the books and I was flipping through a couple of them as we were talking and I just check out the previews, even if only one of the books you absolutely adore. At ten bucks, that's pretty much what you'd pay for a trade anyway. So, yeah. it's, I mean, that. seriously, it's it's one of those things where I know we're always praising Kickstarter, and you know, and 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 you 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 getting something for the, the different tiers and whatnot. This is just something I found, and and I wish I knew about it earlier in the month. I just I happened to um when I. When I created the the Google Plus page for the what uh, for for this for, for for the podcast, I saw Brian Estrada, who's in my circles, and 
noticed the uh the little cartoon dog and clicked the link and got to this so sadly it's it only you're able to name your own price until the 27th so you have a couple of days just not oh, a lot of time and, and you have because uh, they have a countdown timer on on the main page three days one hour 56 minutes and 30 seconds and right what now is, what is the url one more time t-h-e dash whole w-h-o-l-e dash story dot com and you awesome. can buy PayPal, you can buy through uh, Gumroad. Um, Gumroad, at least, you have to pay a buck. If you want to pay less than a buck, use PayPal. But if you pay less than oh, 30 Jesus. Gonna take all the money. If you pay less than a buck, they're going to give me the, the list of all the cheap-ass yeah, bastards that pay true, less than a buck. Yeah, baseball bats, and that's they're going to have nails in them. Okay? So, so, so dude, I mean, it's, it's just, it, I don't come across things like this pretty often, so I just want to let everybody know about it. And, and, and 850 pages unheard of that's dave sim level comic booking yeah it is and i was i was I, i'm 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 reading some of the um that, that there's a mother talking to her son talking about how how this toothbrush is a symbol of her authority and you know the original you know the korean artist was not saying <laughs> that when you, you know um Nam Dung Yoon was not writing that in in the comic when when it was being and and so they're, they're just seriously having fun with this and and I think it's there are things here that are going to be completely new to me and and I think I'm going to be looking for for looking at and and for new creators when this is done to see what else they're doing. I'm telling you, if yeah, I was if I was Steve Jeppy, I would be seriously afraid of not only the internet but like Kickstarter and stuff like that because. There's going to be a time people will be like, what previews do we need that shit for? Yep. I'm telling you. Well, I mean, yeah, now you got the you got Top Cow doing Kickstarter. Oh, yeah. I'm sure oh, new, they're the first of many publishers that are going to do it. Uh, dude, you, you know we're not far off from Marvel and DC trying it. Yeah. You know they're going to do it. Yeah. But it, they, they will. They, they will, and they should. They'll, they'll, they'll be limited at first, and then they'll. Yeah. Oh, no, no. Um, but I'm saying, you know, given the, the they'll try it. I love that It'll one. Be like, oh, let's back, uh, you know, help us back uh, Howard the Duck, you know, or something yeah. like something. Hell yeah. I think it was Zach um, Soto today that tweeted it, and I favorited it. He said, like, it, it really boggles it. my mind that a company that, that specific, exists specifically to pack books into boxes is so abysmally bad at it. Yeah, that's a shitty job of that. Yeah, <laughs> whatever. <laughs> Every week. I, I don't know. I'll get on the whole I hate diamond kick. So go ahead, Jason. I'm sorry. Uh, no, I, well, actually, it's you. You had a perfect segue. I was going to say uh, in your travel to Kickstarter, because um, there is an unbelievable amount of awesome-looking stuff that's there in the comic section to be funded. Um, I have been funding a lot of things lately, um, and I will say unequivocally that um, I am more excited to see some of these things than I have been to see a, a vast majority of the comics that come in my. My uh, my weekly shipments, um, and it just runs the gamut. and And the cool thing is, is again, most of these things, at least the stuff that I've chosen to back, likely wouldn't see the light of day uh, if you didn't back it. And you know, you're getting basically for a very reasonable price, you could get the digital version if that's your 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 stilo, um, or if you like the hard the the to have it a physical copy, you can pay a little more and get a in most cases a pretty sweet ass. Hardcover or two, um, but uh, you know I think I mentioned two weeks ago that Flaming Carrot mm. is back, 
Um, mm-hmm. Since then, uh, Scotty Young turned me on to a, um, a, a campaign called Creature Box, oh. which is a 140-page hardcover art book, oversized, which has just uh, insane-looking illustrations of spacemen and robots and monsters. Disgustingly gorgeous. Yeah, really ridiculous. Mm. And then just today, I backed something called Remind, lowercase R-E, uh, uppercase M-I-N-D, um, and this the campaign is to print uh, the second volume, um, but also reprint the first volume, which is out of print, and it's an all-ages graphic novel. Um, and the cool thing about Kickstarter is usually you can try it before you buy it, and this has been a webcomic that the guy's been doing for years and years and years, and um, the creator's name is um, it's Jason, Jason Brubaker, um, and it just looks fantastic. And David, you really need to peep it because... The opening, like I went and looked at the web comic from the start. I think it started in 2009, and the intro is a dude is hanging out at his house, and his cat. He can't find his cat, and next thing you know, like the cat has found like this like hidden world, and the cat's like the protagonist of the story. <laughs> so I think you and Renee would enjoy this as well. Cool. Okay. Yeah. As long as it isn't paper, you can enjoy it. St- well, <laughs> you can go to the website and read it for free, or you can get there the digital copy. Or uh, 25 bucks. You know what I'm going to do next time I go to David's house, and God knows when that'll be. But uh, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to fill my trunk up with books, right? And when Renee goes into another room, I'm going to bring them all in, just scatter them all over the place, and say, "Renee, look what he's bought! All these books. What's up with this? <laughs> Damn! I thought he wasn't supposed to buy paper anymore." You are foul. Hey, all I know is for all her <laughs> all her foul. Sturm und Drang, she bought you a paper book as a present. Yeah. So and so Spider Man was loves we her man. We, we didn't get to talk about Amazing Spider Man. Uh, you mean the movie? Yeah. Jason. Oh, we could do that next. Uh, I mean, whenever. What about the the Batman's? I didn't see. Well, it yet. The, well, I know Jason saw it. Chris, yeah. did you see it yet? Did he is, leave already? Is he still here? I did you go know. to pick up Christopher already? Oh, sorry, I had the mute on. <laughs> oh, just did you watch Batman yet? Oh, no, I'm gonna go see it Thursday or Friday. I'm gonna wait for uh, people. And you know, we all we joke about the things, but um, seriously, thoughts and prayers to the families and, and you, victims. You know of, what happened today? Did, did uh, you see any of the uh, things that happened today? Yeah, yeah. No. Christian Bale went to the hospital. Yep. Uh, it, what a what a terrible, horrible real life. Yeah, villain, and oh yeah, just what a what a horrible horrible thing, and um, yeah, I, I just uh, couldn't be more saddened by by such ridiculous, stupid, senseless violence. Uh, yeah, I don't know much more more there is to say other than you're, yeah, you're obviously so. right. I mean. You know, we uh we spend a good chunk of our time on the show each week uh talking about like the uh you know, fictional and fantastical and it's uh it's hard to think, you know, things like this remind you that there's there's some pretty inexplicable and indecipherable things that happen in real life too, you know. That uh it's just crazy. Yep. Yep. On that note We gotta bring it up. <laughs> Can't just leave uh, on that note. Yeah, I don't know. I got nothing. 
It's like Casey Kasem. Oh, well, no, no, I got it. I got it. <laughs> I got it because I should have done this as my my travels. I, I, I meant to and never got around to it. Dude, anyone that has any interest in being a fly brother needs to watch Black Dynamite. Dude, yes, I have the two episodes from the past two dude, weeks on TV. It's I so freaking good, dude. It's so good. It's the, the, I'm just going to give you the, the, the elevator pitch of the two episodes. <laughs> The first episode is um, is Michael Jackson and the Jackson Five, where Michael Jackson is actually a ultra violent uh, crime lord. That's and awesome. The ne- the I second episode. What's that? I already love it. Yep. The second episode is someone is killing all of the black male porn stars in the world. So <laughs> Black Down Man gets his buddy Bullhorn to. Uh, become a black male porn star to try and trap and figure out who's killing them all. Uh, it's awesome. And, you know, for those that saw the movie, um, Bullhorn uh, always rhymed in the movie, and he does in the cartoon as well. And he's got such a lyrical flow with his rhymes that the hose panties literally fall, fall <laughs> off him when he's around. It's unreal, dude. It's so and the art much is hot. fun. The art is great. Yes. It's 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 the it's the actual actors from the from the movie doing the voices. So it's Michael Jai White and his friend. It's so Tommy Davidson. It's so good. It's unbelievably good. I cannot. Uh, I saw the intro the other, of, of the first episode the other night. I didn't. I, I had it on, and, and Renee was ready to go to bed. I don't know. I want you to see the beginning of this because I haven't seen it yet. So she starts watching, and we almost, we almost watched the whole episode. But I was just like, and then the next day I was just behind her talking about Ninja Police, and she was about yeah. To smack. Well, like you, you know how Michael Jackson always would say like Jamon, you know, like Jamon. Nah, Jamon. Well, in this cartoon, Jamon was actually the name of a of a of a Jackson. Brother, that Michael kills. <laughs> They're all like, Jamal. <laughs> oh, oh, it's awesome, dude. It's just, it's great. It's so irreverent. I love it. It cool. sounds like, sounds like a lot of fun. It, oh, it is. Yeah, I mean, unless you're not interested in being cool. Right. Oh, oh yeah. nice. Jesus. Nice. Uh, Eleven thirty on uh, Sunday nights. There you go. Hey, everybody. Thank you for being here with us once again. We'll be back next week. Same time, same place. We hope you join us. Bitches. Yeah. yeah. Go have some fun. Go buy some comics. Yes. We'll we'll be back. See ya. Freels. Bye. Peace. Call David. Oh, thanks. (laughs) (laughs) Sounds so scary. Seriously. (laughs) (laughs) Hazel and shit.